Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the regularly scheduled Planning Commission meeting for Wednesday, August 23rd. Madam Clerk, please call the roll. Okay. Chair Compton, we have a request from a Planning Commissioner to participate remotely under AB 2449 rules. Commissioner Lagerquest is participating under the Just Cause circumstance, which can only be used twice in a calendar year. Please note we will be using roll call votes for any items. Very good. All right. Commissioner Abbey? Here. Commissioner Busa? Here. Commissioner Farley? Here. Commissioner McCarthy? Here. Commissioner Zucker? Here. Vice Chair Lagerquest? Here. Chair Condon? Here. Very good. Now we move on to public communication, which is the time set aside during the committee meetings for members of the public to address the committee on planning related matters other than what's on scheduled agenda items. Madam Clerk, do we have any speakers tonight? Chair Condon, we have no public speakers. Very good. Then we will move on to consent item, uh, which is the approval of the uh, minutes for the June 21st and July 26th meeting meetings. Um, do we have any corrections or comments? Yes, Commissioner. Actually, uh, not a correction or comment regarding the um, minutes, but a question regarding Vice Chair Lagerquist's um, offline participation. And this may be to Madam Clerk. Does uh, Vice Chair Lagerquist's uh, two total requests count as one for this meeting uh, or two be this is a continuation of a single meeting i have brought that matter to the city attorney's attention and i defer to you mr My uh, mr holgan yeah thank you for thank you for that question commissioner mccarty we're still evaluating that and um we can get back to the commission on whether it counts as one or two there's also the option um there's an alternate option um for an emergency um so that's another uh way if um, Vice Chair Lagerquist needs to participate uh, later in the year with the meeting. In that instance, the uh, commissioners have to vote to approve that. So there's uh, two different options under AB 2449. Okay, great. Thank you. Which is to say that we may approve of her being off, uh, off the dais um, if a future circumstance comes about? Uh, that is correct. All right. Very good. Back to the matter at hand. Um, any changes or comments on the minutes for the June 21, July 26th meetings? Yes, Commissioner Farley. I'd just like to clarify I was absent for the last meetings for a health-related reason, but I did watch both meetings, and I think that means I can vote on the minutes um, because I was able to watch them. Okay. Um, so I'd like to do that if it's possible. Okay, very good. Any other comments, corrections? Uh, Chair Comden, this is Commissioner Lagerquist. Yes. Um, so the on the let's see the planning commission minutes for the regular meeting on wednesday june 21st the consent item approval of the planning commission may 24th 2023 mean i did not um vote on that because i was absent from the may 24th meeting commissioner logger uh, Vice Chair Lagerquist, do you mean do you, you abstained from that motion? That is correct. Okay, so you just want a correction that you were 
abstained. Correct, because I was absent from the May 24th meeting. Okay, we can make that correction. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Commissioner McCartney? So, so that, yeah, that brings up a question. Because of absences and abstentions during two different meetings, are we considering uh, approval of the minutes of these together? I think we need to consider, vote on them separately. We, we could do, uh, it, it's whatever that we choose to do. Um, okay. If, if we feel that, um, I think with that one correction, if there's no other corrections, we, we can vote on them to, together, I believe. Uh, well, here's, here's the catch. I was, uh, I was uh, in attendance at June, at the first meeting, and I was not in attendance at the second meeting. Okay. Therefore, I can vote. You can vote on the first, but not the latter. Not the second. Okay, let's do it separately then. Yeah, and uh, Chair Comden, I'm sorry. So on the approval of the Planning Commission June 21st meeting minutes, I was put in there as abstained but that, for the, from the meeting on July 26th, but that was not correct either. I, that was an I for me because I was present at the June 21st meeting. Okay, so we need so it's to, like my it was like backward. Right. We 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 just need to reverse it. Correct. Okay. Staff, are we clear on that? Okay. And for the reason that uh, Commissioner McCarty just said, uh, do I have a motion to approve the June twenty first meeting with the correction? I so move. Okay. Second. Second. Okay. Shall we vote? Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Abstain. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Condon? Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> yes. 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 Sorry. <laughs> Chair okay. Condon. On the matter of the uh, July 26th agenda. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, minutes. Uh, do we have a motion to approve with the change? I move to approve the minutes from uh, the 26th. Very good. Second? Second. All right. Let's vote. I am sorry. I missed the second. Second was those Commissioner Zucker. Thank you. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Abstain. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Condon. Yes. That motion carries. Okay. And just to simplify things, um, let's all show up. <laughs> I know it's not possible, but it's a dream. Okay, let's move on to formal items, which is uh, going to begin tonight with the continuation from last night's discussion, which was the uh, general plan update draft land use designations. If you'll recall, we left off in the middle of deliberating Midtown. And uh, I'm just going to start off things by asking Matt if he uh, performed some calculations because we, Commissioner McCarty and others, were interested in knowing if we stuck with the three-story, as is currently, how that would affect um, the numbers uh, the arena numbers or, or ability to fulfill them. Matt, please. Okay. 
Good evening, Chair Comden, members of the Planning Commission. Nice to see you all again. Um, we did some calculations for this and a few other areas in case they come up. Um, but what we, um, what we found is that if the um, land use designation is reduced um, from mixed use four to mixed use three, it would be a net loss in capacity of 377 units. Um, and again, that's calculated by looking at the total acres um, and then um, which between the two, between um, Maine and Thompson, um, is approximately 15.8 acres of developable land and just multiplying times the maximum allowed density. Um, so again, it would be a difference of 377 acres. Um, that breaks down to 170, uh, sorry, 377 units. units, thank you. That breaks down to 174 units um, on Maine. Um, and I know that Commissioner Busa asked about the difference between Maine and Thompson, and Thompson, um, it's 203 units. So 174 and 203 units for a total of 377. Very good. And, and as a reminder, the, the net um, uh, increase from, from the GPAC version compared to the base is about 1,800 units. Right. Um, so I, I'm, I have a question for you based upon this. If it's 377 for one floor or 25%, would that be saying that the total number of units based upon the acreage would be the remaining 75% or 377 times three? Uh, about 1,100 units? Uh, good question. It's not based on the number of floors. Okay. There's a relationship between the number of floors and the maximum allowable density. Okay. So while we're saying floors, what we're really referring to is the maximum density for each land use designation, mm -hmm. which is 30 units an acre for mixed use three and 54 units an acre for mixed use four. Um, so that's where that difference comes from. It's not a straight percentage of the floor. Okay. But uh, what, I'm, what I'm striving for here is if we decided to go with the three level and uh, not have the opportunity for 377 units, that would leave the potential for building out 15.8 times 30 per acre? Correct. Okay. And that's about four, I'm going to say it's close to 500. Let's do the math. Because I just wanted to get a sense if we chose not to do this, what what the universe was minus that 377 that we're considering and so 15.8 i can give you the exact numbers if you give me one second 470 474 let's see i finally caught up with your fast math there but <laughs> the 25 percent yeah <laughs> Okay, hopefully this, this math actually works, but um, the capacity is 472 units with mixed use three and 849 with mixed use four. And now I will just check to make sure that the math works. It does. Okay, very good. So uh, another way of saying this is, um, well, you've just said it. Very good. So with that information, uh, who would like to restart the conversation about Midtown? And uh, Commissioner McCarty, please use your button um, so that I know people are in queue. So I would just like to <clears throat> reiterate a couple of uh, points that came up when we started this discussion. 
regarding Midtown Corridors. The first I wanted to uh, mention again that I, I agree with the, the public speakers, Lynn Rollins, Christy Weir, Mark Sirota, Bianca Bada, and Marianne, whose name I did not catch, last name I did not catch, that, um, uh, that we should stay in this area with mixed-use three rather than mixed-use four. Uh, their comments reflected the overall feedback from the surveys from the public, which was very negative with regarding to increasing this to mixed-use four. Um, and uh, another point that was mentioned last night by someone, whether it was somebody on the dais or, the, or the, one of the public speakers, I don't remember, but I don't recall at the GPAC meetings there being a very compelling argument for moving to mixed-use four rather than mixed-use three here. It was, it was a decision, it was a, a, an idea that came up and people kind of jumped on it, but there was no strong argument in favor of, of going to mixed-use four. So that's, that's my thinking on this right now. Other comments? Commissioner Abbey. Thank you, Chair Comden. Um, I'll just reiterate what I said yesterday. Um, I also uh, note the uh, public testimony of Bianca Bada. Um, so especially on the north side of East, East Main Street, I would not see there being an increase from three to four stories uh, just because of the way the sun set uh, is low in the sky in the winter solstice, solstice and it would just cover them in uh, shade. So I would not see any increase on that at all. Um, right now, um, I made some comments last night. I'm leaning on just keeping this all three stories, but I'm open to any persuasive arguments on maybe certain segments of this if, if good points are made. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. Commissioner Busa. Thank you, Chair. Um, I'll reiterate my comments from yesterday as well, um, where I felt um, the designation going from three to four on the Loma Vista, uh, Main Street to Loma Vista portion um, was a little incompatible in my opinion, and, and especially as we look at the going into five points and that Loma Vista uh, potential change staying at three stories. Um, so I think that for me kind of affirms um, not four stories on that north side of a main street. I do think there are some um, opportunities potentially to consider on Thompson uh, with the the streets um, being a larger a larger thoroughway, some deeper uh, lots, um, provided we have some setback uh, policy considerations in place. I look particularly um, around between Jordan and Arcade, those lots on the uh, south side of Thompson, um, and even potentially the south side of Main Street, that kind of triangle piece right as you're approaching into Main Street. But again, um, uh, the, the lot size may, may not accommodate the, the required setbacks to make a four-story make sense there. Thank you, Commissioner. Commissioner Zucker. Um, you know, I'll just say at a, you know, at a, at a macro level, you know, citywide, we need housing. Um, you know, we need housing to, to, you know, allow our, our next generation to live here and allow working class families to live here. Um, and, you know, and also to, um, yeah, 
make our community more sustainable for, you know, um, to in the face of climate change, right? Um, there's there to preserve our, you know, our sore lands from, from sprawl. Um, there's a lot of reason why we need increased density. I think it's, it's our job here to make a call on each individual neighborhood. You know, that doesn't mean we need density everywhere, right? Um, and, and so we've got to make that call. But at a, at a citywide level, you know, we're going to have to do some densification here. Um, and so, you know, I think it's a, it's a matter of prioritization. Um, for me, I, you know, I'm, I want to see more density overall in the city. Um, and, and whether, you know, we agree with that or not, the, the state is going <laughs> to make us do it anyway. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm certainly not inflexible. Like, I think there are places where, you know, I'm, I'm really, you know, I want to be sensitive to community concerns and, and concerns of my other commissioners. And so, you know, I would, I would ask, you know, all of our, all of our commission, you know, but I, but I think, you know, I'm, I'm you know, especially, um, you know, curious, Commissioner McCarty, Commissioner Abbey, I think, You've been some of the the you know the strongest voices for you know being being a, a watchdog for kind of density and and um, you know and overdevelopment and um, you know what would be your your priorities of all the areas that kind of have are slated for increased density throughout the city you know which which are the you know the most incompatible or the most you know um, and so I think you know I would I would love to to hear that from my my fellow commissioners it's it is a little hard to go neighborhood by neighborhood, right? Because each neighborhood, people who live there are going to feel like, well, I don't want my neighborhood to be the one that gets gets more housing. But, um, you know, I think, for example, that that Main main Street piece, you know, I, I I hear the arguments around Main Street's a, you know, it's a relatively small, narrow street. You know, it's a it's a smaller scale, say, than Thompson. You know, I'd, I'd be open to saying, let's scale that back to, to three stories, but let's keep the, the Thompson part at four stories. Um, you know, but if we do that to every part of the city, it's, you know, we're going to get a net loss, right? And so um, this happens to be first, and, you know, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I guess this part to be, you know, get, get kind of an advantage over uh, the other neighborhoods that we just haven't considered yet, right? Um, so curious, kind of from a big picture perspective, you know, other commissioners, would, would that be the, the place we'd prioritize most? Um, or that might there be other things coming later, you know, uh, in other parts of the city that, that we'd want to prioritize? Commissioner McCarty. Um, thank you for the comments, Commissioner Zucker. Um, <clears throat> first of all, I, I don't think anything precludes us if, if we make a tentative decision on one area of the city. Nothing precludes us from going back later and, and looking at that. Um, so, and where I'm coming from to answer your, your, your specific question, I'm looking at this from a citywide level and the overall numbers that have been generated by the entire study. So already we are um, exceeding the, the state-mandated capacity by, by 1,800 units. So, you know, you mentioned a lot of our uh, densification and growth will be driven by, or planning for that will be driven by state mandates. So we're already exceeding what we are required to do. Uh, so my, uh, the place I'm coming from is uh, I, I prefer to listen to feedback from the citizens, and if that feedback is not incompatible with state mandates, then we should, uh, my, my tendency is to, is to 
side with, with the voice of the people, um, which in this instance so far does not put us in any, any, any jeopardy of uh, being out of compliance with, with state mandates. So that, that's where I am on this one. And then, then again, to my, my prior point, if as we go along city section by city section and we find we have uh, issues, then I think we, we, can, we can come back and take a, take a look at what we've already decided. Commissioner Farley. Um, I would like to share that I, I share a lot of the same concerns that the public has from a personal perspective of, of the impacts that these kind of density stories might lead to very very much about fear, um, expecting a four-story building next to them. In reality, looking at the existing land use pattern, I don't see that on these streets. Um, there's a couple of buildings that are a little bit taller, but um, generally you're not seeing developers go down this street and build taller buildings. Um, I also think that the north side of both of these streets are made up of significantly smaller parcels than the parcels on the south sides of both streets. Um, and in reality, probably only the south side of Thompson would redevelop to the maximum capacity of this density um, without lot consolidation on the other um, portions. So it doesn't scare me as much to, to see some of these thinner, skinny parcels, which in reality would not build out to four stories when you apply all the development standards to them. Um, I do think that if we were to move forward with something with the higher densities and higher stories, um, there needs to be really tight development standards in areas that are right next to single-family developed neighborhoods. Um, and so I think looking forward beyond just the numbers of this is a scary big number and we're afraid of it, um, I think looking at this and making sure that we have capacity, because there might be one property on this site that makes sense to have a larger apartment building. And if we don't look forward to having that opportunity, it makes it very difficult for a developer to come in and ask for a general plan amendment and a zoning code amendment just to carve out a piece for a very smart project that might work. Um, so I think there's a variety of ways that we could protect against some of the concerns that the community has um, while not tying ourselves down to say that we can't have um, something that might be really creative. And I think some of these areas are very ripe for density. Um, you've got residential schools and shopping centers and things that are very walkable. Um, so I hesitate to just blindly say, you know, keep it as is because we are afraid. Um, because I think without that forward thinking, we might lose something that might be very desirable. And I think housing is the biggest part of that. We need to focus on housing. Um, and you're not going to see this whole develop out at 849 units. That obviously will never happen. Um, but the story that needs to be told is that we have capacity, that we have places where this fits, and it's not just in one part of town. Um, I think it's a loss when we don't have this spread throughout the community and places that are viable for it. And these two streets have really old buildings that are all ripe for redevelopment. Um, so my concern is I, I do hear the community, and it burdens me if I were living in those places too, and I think there's ways to protect. Um, but I would hate to say just keep it as is because we're afraid. I think we need to look forward a little bit, and that's my perspective. Okay. Uh, Commissioner Abbey. Um, in general, uh, three stories is, is appropriate. So if, if there are areas of town that we're looking for more housing and we need to push to four or more, there needs to be a real good justification for it. Um, the, my reservation on that is I don't think even with the housing element uh, sites on Johnson, when we pass that overlay, I don't think we have a strong enough uh, taper policy. I don't think it goes nearly far enough to protect single family residential. I don't know at this point in time 
what the city standard is regarding taper, but if, if it's modeled on, on that, I would uh, be extremely reticent to uh, push higher than three-story. I, I think uh, Council Member McReynolds uh, floated the idea and got a council to sign off on at some unnamed uh, date in the future that we would revisit that policy. I think that's good, but until that's in place, um, I've got real concerns. Um, that, that's it for now. Thanks. Okay. Nita, did you have a comment? Thank you, Chair Comden. If it would help the commission, uh, the Midtown Development Corridor regulates the standards for this area. The development standard for this area or this zone, um, and again, the existing heights allow up to three stories. For the first and second story, the rear setback, so the parcels, the, the back of those parcels that abut all the single family residential on either side, the, the setback is 20 to 25 feet on the first and second floor. The third floor is required to step back 30 feet. So that would be the buffer from the adjacent single-family residences to the rear, if that helps with understanding what the development standard in place is. Thank you. Commissioner Farley. Um, for measurement's sake, do you know what the um, depth of, at the parcels on Thompson on the north or south side are typically? I can try and get that for you quickly. I My guess it, looking at it is probably 150 yeah. to 100 to 150 feet looking at it. Thank you. Vice Chair, any comments? Thank you, Chair Comden. Um, I'm impressed with all of the perspectives and the comments, very much so. Um, and, and quite frankly, I, I would agree with most of those comments. Um, what Commissioner Zucker spoke of, it really rings true with me, and, and it was my hang-up. I, I do agree that we need to densify smartly, that housing is our is a, you know, a very high priority and concern. However, I would agree also that I'm not, I don't believe this is the area to absorb that um, with higher floors, which is, you know, it, with the mixed-use force for to gain that density, that's what would happen. And I think between the um, just the mixed use three and the density laws, then I think we can safely say that the that area would be developed probably about as best as it could be. So I would say that I would agree that we should leave it at mixed use three. Okay, thank you. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think there's any residential units in the subject area right now. I think it's all commercial. Um, and so what we're really considering is whether to allow 472 units under MU3 versus 849 under MU4. Um, I think close to 500 units is, is fine for this area at this time. We shall see how things build out, um, but uh, Going from zero to 472 over the next 15 years uh, is an admirable target, if such can be made. So I would, I would, uh, I will be voting um, to keep things as they are with the three, uh, three stories. Uh, Commissioner McCarty. 
I'd like to make a motion, if I may. Please do. To, uh, I'd like to move that we uh, do not accept the changes proposed by the, the GPAC and maintain this area uh, as mixed use three rather than mixed use four. We have a motion. Do we have a second? I will second it. Any discussion? Commissioner Abbey. Um, I've, at this time, I'll be voting for three stories. I'd kind of like to put an asterisk on it because I'd like to see how it plays out. Most of this I, do, I see staying three-story. If we're trying to scratch out units, I see a couple of places where we could possibly do it on the south side of a couple of blocks uh, on, a, on a couple streets. But uh, at this time, I'll just stay with the three stories. All right, just point of order. If we vote on this and it passes, can we return to this and change our vote? So we do, sorry, Miles, we can tag team this one. Um, we do have a section at the end to come back to any area, um, and you can make an, another motion to, to make another recommendation on one of the areas or discuss any of the areas outside of the areas of discussion. And then when we're done with everything, will we take a vote? like an uh, overall uh, approving everything that we've done tonight? We weren't going to, but we could. Okay. Um, and just to circle back on Commissioner Farley's question about lot depth, it's 125. All right, very good. So we um, have a motion and a second on the floor. Let us vote on it, please. Oh, sorry, I had a... Oh, I'm sorry. We have a bunch of speakers. Uh, Commissioner Zucker, to begin with. Um, you know, I, I wanted to... Suggest I know it's been talked about a little bit, uh, uh, you know, potential compromise to do, um, you know, four stories on Thompson and, and three stories on Maine. Um, you know, if there were other other commissioners, you know, uh, amenable to that, I'd, you know, I'd be happy to make a substitute motion. Um, uh, you know, if, if there's no interest in that, you know, I'll, I'll go along with the rest of the commission. Very good. Commissioner Busa. I think uh, I was thinking in the same line with uh, Commissioner Abbey with an asterisk, but perhaps leaning in the, the recommendation of the, the GPAC. However, um, I do would like to consider what you're, you're saying, uh, Commissioner Zucker, and I really appreciate the comments, Commissioner Farley, because I do, if you start to do the math and you start to build out, putting four stories on some of those shorter lots is just something probably not going to develop pencil out um, that would happen. So I really appreciate that perspective and that detail. Um, because it does still allow for some opportunity with some of these sites that uh, might be better uh, suited and appropriate for that. So um, I was going to say, in, I was going to lean in the site of GPAC with an asterisk, but I would be open to consider um, something along the Thompson Corridor if we want to have that or maybe revisit it after going through the other areas. All right, Commissioner Farley. And I'll keep it brief because I would like to um, mimic the two last comments. Um, and, and Commissioner Abbey mentioned potentially on the south side of Thompson. I think those are the, the most desirable larger lots um, where you could see that actually working, as well as that triangular area that um, Commissioner Busa was mentioning before that's a little bit closer to Loma Vista in Maine. Um, those areas have larger buildings and things that might be easily transitioned. Um, so I'm open to something that might be a, a hybrid option. All right, and to, to be clear, that uh, south side, uh, starting from the left, we have a retail, what appears to be a two-story building. Then we have a gas station. Then on the right side of Seaward, 
we have another gas station and uh, uh, I think a car dealership or something of this sort, a series of those, maybe a fast food store at this time. So that's the area that we're talking about here. Okay. Further comments on that or uh, is someone going to make a alternative motion? Could I make a second motion, an alternative motion, which would to be to retain mixed use three on the north side of um, Thompson, the north side of Main Street, and the um, south side, if I can describe it, the smaller lots on the south side of Main Street. And that would carve out the south side of Thompson as four, and that triangular portion under number one. Correct. Yes, you were doing well. <laughs> okay, so we have an alternative motion. Is there a second on that? A second. Okay, very good. Uh, further discussion. I, uh, what is presently in uh, the Triangle site, if you will, on uh, Main Street? Is uh, that the Bond Shopping Center? On, on Main Street? No, it's a, like a two-story um, building that has some offices and even, I think, some medical as well there. Oh, I'm sorry, Loma Vista, yeah. Okay, so um, the uh, auto parts store and across the street from it, the um, office building, three-story office building. That's what we're talking about. I think it's degree. like Sticks Billiards. Right. Um, Tatiana's. Yeah. Yeah, a record, a store. record store. Right. Little Bird, the kids. Um, so there is an store. alley. And there's quite a buffer between that and residences. Okay, so are we all clear? Yes, Commissioner Abbey. I have some questions. Um, okay, so the on the south side, the triangular area on Main Street. Okay, right there. Okay, the uh, on the very edge of that, on the very south side, those are those are just little parking lots. They're really, especially that one right there, that pointers at that that really can't that one. Yeah, that that's just enough for parking. I would hate to see changing that to four, uh, mixed use four. So that little section there, as well as going directly west of that with the pointer. Yeah, th those are fairly narrow. I, I wouldn't see those going to mixed use four either. Uh, but the triangular area on the south side of Maine, I, I could see that going to four-story. It kind of pains me to say that because I'm not in general in, fav in favor of four-story, but if we're going to try to find places to put units um, that's not as um, onerous to single-family residential and it's not right next to single-family residential and uh, that's right near sort of a, where Loma Vista and Main Street uh, branch off, and so if we're gonna have a higher density node, that might be a good spot for it. Uh, so um, would the maker of the motion be amenable to those changes? Um, my only concern with cutting it up too much is that it, I don't know who owns these parcels if they're collectively owned. I think that alleyway is, appears to be part of a parking lot, but it's a public street. Um, if those are collectively owned together, it might create some accommodation of parking for those properties um, but you know maybe the density doesn't matter so much there so I might be amenable to that yes I think those parking lots are actually city they're city, are those lots. city owned I don't know 
Is it even possible to build a four-story on those tiny little? Yeah, so it's, it's a moot point, Commissioner. Uh, I don't think you could build four stories on those two little strip at the bottom of the triangle. Yeah, I, would, I hate to leave any, uh, leave something tempting in case someone was thinking along those lines, wanting to build four stories right next to single family residential. My, right. The re whole purpose of what I was saying is so that that would be avoided. But I, I, hear what, I hear your point. Yeah, I mean, the building would literally have to be five feet wide. Yeah. Yeah, um, that'd have with to be, the setback rules. as long as it's guaranteed it's, that it would not. Hmm. Um, and then also, uh, could I ask uh, Commissioner Farley a question? Please. So on the south side of Thompson, Commissioner Farley, which area are you envisioning four stories? Some of those are bigger lots. Um, but again, I would, which, are you kind of picking and choosing or are you saying all of the south side? Um, I believe in my original, if I was clear, uh, the, the full south side of Thompson on the map from east to west and then carving out the triangular piece under the number one where Netta is circling was part of my motion. So mm. then completely on the north side of both streets would remain three and then the um, eastern, or excuse me, western side of Main Street beyond that triangle would remain three. Okay, so north side of Main, three. North, south side of Main, three, except for the triangle portion, not including those parking lots. My original motion included those, and I think we pointed out the point that they may not ever develop as four-story. Okay, I'd just like assurance that that's the case, but I, I, I hear the rationale. Um, so Thompson, three-story st uh, all along there. Um, I don't know, I'm not as comfortable with the... I think um, that's as far as I'm willing to go, is just that triangular area on uh, Main Street, unless someone can convince me of adding certain parcels uh, on uh, south side of Thompson. I'm noticing that uh, some of those parcels on the south side of Thompson are two parcels deep. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. going from Thompson South on the south side, there's a parcel, but then there's like a bigger parcel behind it. Mm -hmm. uh, I could see chipping off some of those northernmost parcels that don't directly abut, abut uh, single-family residential. I could be open to that, but for any of the other lots that do directly abut single-family residential, I would not be in favor of that. Okay, motion maker, um, where are we? Are you sticking with your original motion or? I'll stick with my original motion. Um, if right. our votes don't work, then I think that we can carve it up a little bit more. Um, right. I, th I do see the logic, um, Commissioner Abbey said, for focusing primarily on those larger parcels that front onto Thompson mm -hmm. on the south side. Um, those would probably be the ones that would likely redevelop anyhow. Um, I do want to caution about carving out some of those larger parcels on the second side. Um, because I think they are an opportunity, especially the big block where you've got five parcels together at Arcade. Um, you might be able to create a really interesting project there. To the east of Arcade, between 
Seaward and Arcade. Okay, so we have a motion, we have a second. Uh, any further discussion? All right, let's vote on the original. I'm oh, we're voting on the alternate. Alternate, yeah, the alternate first. yes, okay. So let's be clear on the alternate, which is <clears throat> your Commissioner Farley's. Okay, very good. Let's vote on that, please. Com excuse me, Commissioner Abbey? No. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? No. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? No. Chair Compton? Yes. That motion carries four to three. Okay. Very good. Four down. Now, I'd like to go in the same order that the... Uh, the uh, summary went in, which would put us in the Five Points Mall area at this time. Okay. This is the high-level direction. Ventura has two hospitals located near each other along Loma Vista. The vision for this area is an expanded healthcare district that allows for medical offices, surgery centers, retail, and accommodations. The area will prohibit new housing to ensure a con Continuation of hospital-supported uses. The parcels along Loma Vista, along Main Street and Mills are proposed to be commercial, three stories and 45 feet. Two-thirds of uh, the respondents uh, agreed with that. So who would like to kick off the discussion on Five Points Hospital Pacific View Mall? Um, okay, um, Commissioner Zucker. I'd just like to speak a little bit about just this this neighborhood, and I think Midtown in general. This is this is actually the neighborhood where I grew up, um, you know, and and I think I um, my overall feelings about Midtown um, is that it it really when I was growing up there was a very working class, you know, blue collar community, um, and I think that's really pretty dramatically changed over over time. Um, and I I don't think it's changed because of new development. If anything, you know, Midtown has had a lot less development than other other parts of the city. Um, you know, there's there's some real charm to the the kind of way it's all got kind of the mid-century, you know, 1950s stuff and you got your like old school barbershops and you know things like that. Um, you know, and there's there's a, a piece of that that I really love. Um, but I also can't help but mourn that um, I feel like as Midtown has protected the, the physical character of, of what the buildings look like, um, you know, I think it's lost a lot of its character in terms of its soul, in terms of the people who live there and the communities that can afford to live there. You know, you, you look at that average home in Midtown is like a million dollars now. If you, if you look on, on Zillow or, or any of those things, I mean, I, I could never afford to buy, uh, you know, the, uh, the home that I grew up in. Um, and, you know, I think it's important for us to think about what, what community character really means and what, what community character we're preserving. So um, just that as a broader framing comment, because I know that, you know, this, this part can look a little dramatic. There's, there's a fair amount of change here. Um, and, and so I would, I would encourage our commission to think about that even when you don't change 
the way buildings look, even when you don't change zoning, community still changes. Um, and sometimes community changes from the lack of allowing, allowing change. Um, so, you know, that, that being said, I mean, I, I think getting into specifics, uh, you know, I do think because of the, the hospitals and the mall in this part of Midtown, um, it, the, the, like, um, the, the scale uh, feels a little less um, out of scale to have, to have four-story buildings. There, there's, there are a lot of tall buildings in this, this part of Midtown already um, that are more kind of commercial and municipal uses. Um, and so I, I, you know, that's, I think it, it feels more, more appropriate to have, have a, you know, higher density in this, this part of Midtown than, than say the, you know, the kind of inner part, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, I, I know, we'll, we'll see what it looks like, but we're really using the mall as a big part of our, um, you know, of our arena numbers, and that's, uh, you know, I think there's all, there's been been a lot of direction around that because of the, um, yeah, the the need to revitalize some of that kind of declining retail and malls mall struggling. Um, but also say that that this part of Midtown has some of the largest employers in the entire city. I mean, CMH, VCMC, you know, um, and I think there's there's real value in allowing people to live close to where they work and walking distance or biking distance from where they work. You know, from from a climate perspective, from a you know human, you know human happiness perspective, um, and so you know I do think this is um, this is an appropriate place for for some density, um, but I, I also think it's it's smart the Loma Vista shift from uh, mixed use to commercial to create that kind of wellness district. I think that makes sense. There's a lot of kind of medical offices, you know, along that. Path and it's very convenient. It's like you know, hey, you know, I refer you to a specialist, and they're right down the street, and that's, you know, that's that's really helpful. And so, um, yeah, I think the the way that some of the density here, it, although it looks like a lot of added density, some of it is really shifted density from Loma Vista to more of the Five Points area, um, which which I think you know has a logic to it. So I'll leave it at that. Thank you, Commissioner Abbey. Thank you, Chair Comden. Um, I'm going to take a little different uh, angle on area one. Uh, so changing it from mixed use three to commercial, I see the logic of trying to create the medical corridor, but I also see that they, you could still have a medical corridor with mixed use three, you can, and you would not lose the uh, uh, residential aspect of it. Um, off, I would need to ask staff, uh, Netta, would you have any idea what the net loss of residential is on Area 1, north side of Loma Vista, going from uh, mixed use 3 to commercial? This was one area we didn't do. Okay. Um, we did do it for the other areas. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't know I was going to be asking about this. That is perfectly okay. Uh, we can we can figure that we can try and figure that out right now. Okay. Um, let's see. For the similar reason, area four. For the similar reason that I had concerns on uh, Midtown with the parcels being on the north side of the street. Now I do know that the residential from Loma Vista to Telephone slopes down. Uh, so it's not quite as big of a concern, but it's still a concern. Those still aren't, I can't tell how deep some of those lots are. I would have concern about that on the north side of the street. Um, area two, um, I had 
thought, because Main Street used to be the um, highway through town before the uh, freeway came in, and this is sort of the area of town that I grew up in and so forth. I was thinking, because you know, you've got such a wide, strong street, you know, Main that four stories might be appropriate, but then I'm looking at uh, Dunning Street, Lang Street, some of the other houses, and if we, it looks like this map is proposing that we surround that whole area. So we'd have six story at the mall, conceivably, and then you would basically put the houses in a donut hole being surrounded by four story if everything was built out. Um, uh, I might not be as concerned with uh, area two uh, going from three to four stories. In fact, it, it, that's five points, right? No, wait, no, that's, that is five points. Sort of like Yeah, I, I could see that going to four story. Um, but the area west of Dos Caminos, I'm not so sure if we want a solid wall. Um, area three. Um, I'm not going to comment on the project that's in the Maple Court area. I know that's in the mix, and it may be something that we see at a future date, so I'll make no comment on that. But just right next to it is one of the parcels that is just south of Anacapa Middle School and on the east side of Mills Road. Um, six stories, I just don't see it. Uh, and uh, then the other parcel you've got is just south of Cafe Facel on Maple Street and Mills Road. And it's a church property, so I'm assuming that they're thinking perhaps selling out, I don't know. And then you've got a bank, old bank building. Used to be the old Glendale Federal on Dean Drive and Mills Road. Um, I don't see six stories. In fact, uh, I would have to really be convinced that we need six story anywhere in town, uh, outside of uh, downtown. But uh, I've got some concerns, so I'd like to hear what other commissioners have to say. Okay, and one of the difficulties here, obviously, these are very different parcels, and I, I don't know, we eventually may want to break out our discussions to each point, one, two, three, four, because they're, they're very dissimilar. Commissioner Busa. Thank you, Chair. Um, I agree with a, a lot of the comments um, around the neighborhood characteristic that Commissioner Zucker gave. I also grew up in this neighborhood, so this is a, a commissioner favorite, apparently. We, uh, we all grew up in this area. Um, not opposed to considering the the loss of residential from commercial or, uh, to commercial from mixed use and, and an opportunity there. I do see the the desire and benefit to go to commercial. Um, as it relates to section two, I, I think that there are viable lots for some interesting projects along that main corridor that doesn't um, give me as much pause. As, as regarding the two parcels, I had a question on the first parcel, the one flanking um, Anacapa. Is that not a historic preservation, the HPC? Is, is that not historically preserved? 
I'm sorry, Commissioner Brousseau, which property in particular? The, uh, the parcel, go, um, there's changed two parcels to mix U6. It's the, on the three, next to three, it's the one flanking, sorry, Anna Kappa, yeah, that one, that one. Um, I, just, I'm not sure if it's landmarked. It may be that it would need to, more historic review. Understood. Thank you for clarifying that. Um, that doesn't, uh, because of its adjacency to the school and, and separation from some other space, doesn't give me as much pause. And I do think there could be an interesting project um, for some housing at, at the other site listed. I was concerned on the back half because it is pretty close to some residential there. Um, and I looked lo looked at the map and saw that, you know, from its closest corner to the closest residential is, is, it, is about 100, 150 feet, 200 feet. So um, would want to, you know, ensure that we had proper um, stepping into um, and stepping out of the residential um, on that site from a policy consideration standpoint. Um, I think there's some interesting, there is potential some sites on Telegraph. Those sites are pretty shallow. Um, I think it would be difficult to develop four stories along that space, uh, except for maybe a, 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 few, a few parcels. Those are my comments right now. Thank you. Commissioner Farley. Um, I agree also on, on number one for Loma Vista, the change to commercial. It's already transitioning that way it makes sense where the ho um, the hospitals are located and that commercial core in general um, near that intersection of Loma Vista and Maine um, I also agree on number two for Main Street um, the depth of Main Street there um, it's a throughway because on the south side of Main Street you have a wall separating that residential neighborhood um, and so it could create a really cool um, different type of commercial um, portion of the town um, while incorporating what is now a mix of motels and some smaller commercial buildings that really could be invigorated. Um, so I agree with um, transitioning that to four, um, provided, again, we're talking about there being proper step backs and things in our zoning code going forward. Um, I have less pause about number three near the mall um, with the very interesting topics that have been discussed about how that area might redevelop. Uh, lot consolidation um, would arguably create some sort of a village setting, I would, I would assume, in this, these places. And you've got a large school and some large parks and things that help to buffer that area from surrounding single-family neighborhoods to the west, specifically. Um, and so I, I, I don't have as much pause around that as, as I um, might otherwise in other places. I'm a little concerned about number four. The properties are um, rather small and not super deep. Um, seeing that large corridor transition um, with that uh, larger single-family traditionally one-story homes on the north side of that um, does raise a little bit of concern for me. Um, but knowing that there's proper step backs and things like that, I'm not as concerned about changing it, but I do have concerns that um, it may not be the, the transition that I would hope for, like on number two. Okay, very good. Vice Chair, do you have comments? Yes, sorry, I do <laughs> having a little trouble with my mouse. Um, I would agree with most of Commissioner Farley's comments. Um, I, I too am okay with the change at number one from commercial to, I mean, change to commercial from mixed use, that makes sense. Number two, um, 
it makes sense and I'm okay with it. It does give me pause. I, I feel like that is really kind of surrounding that neighborhood. Um, if this were to be completely built out, I, I could see how that would feel claustrophobic for those residents. Um, but I also think it is an opportunity and I'm not sure I would be willing to leave it at um, mixed use four as proposed. I, I don't have any real pause for number three. I, I do have pause for number four. Um, can Netta or, or any of the commissioners, can we talk a little bit uh, just how far east we're talking about and what those parcels are currently? I'm just trying to imagine what is there currently on the eastern side of that. I'm looking at on Google um, Maps right now. Um, it's mainly retail, um, single story uh, across the street from the the YMCA. If that gives you some reference. Okay. Yes, it yeah. does. Goes out to the the liquor store by the by the mobile home park, Mandel's Liquor. Mandel's. Yeah. That's kind of the end it, of that. So, but it doesn't include the mobile home park, right? It doesn't. No, but that man okay. that, that lot but where the, Mandel's yeah. on, sits right now, it's it, vacant in the back. It's gated up. Um, fun fact: that was where my dad's restaurant was when I was a child growing up there, the Yankee Clipper. Yes, um, but it's, that's a deep <laughs> lot and adjacent to the uh, mobile home park. Okay, okay, thank you. I, I, my, I am wondering if we could pull that back a little bit. And I agree that these these lots seem to be a bit shallow. Um, I would be okay with the four-story mixed use, you know, near the mall, the mall parcel, et cetera. But I, I, I'm not sure I would agree with extending it that far east. And if we could just pull that back a little bit, um, that would make sense to me based on that neighborhood north of Telegraph and south of Loma Vista. Those are my thoughts at this time. Okay. Very good. Commissioner McCarty. Um, going into this discussion, I kind of revert to my, my default uh, mode as to um, do we really need to go from mixed use three to mixed use four or mixed use three to mixed use six. Um, however, I think Commissioner Zucker made very compelling arguments regarding the changes and the fact that this is indeed, I think, one area of town that can absorb uh, increased densification and uh, going from mixed use three to mixed use four, and even perhaps having some uh, six-story buildings in the, on the Pacific View Mar uh, Pacific View Mall parcels. Um, so, uh, you know, one of my concerns is making the overall plan work, and I realize there need to be some compromises with regard to give and take in in areas we're taking capacity away from and adding capacity to. Bottom line, I think this is an area which can absorb. Uh, greater capacity, and uh, uh, both Commissioner Zucker and Busa, having grown up in this area, carry a bit of weight in my mind with regard to their arguments. And I would, I would not be averse to uh, approving the changes as as proposed uh, by the GPAC. All right. I'm just flying over the area right now, so bear with me. Yeah, I know this area reasonably well. It's single story now. I'm just envisioning what four stories will look like. The tallest thing in the neighborhood is a two-story uh, 
it's not a strip mall, but it's an office building. Um, there are homes directly behind. The lots are not particularly deep. Yeah. Um, I'm in agreement with uh, Loma Vista point number one, Main Street two, Pacific View Mall. I, I'm of the thinking that uh, Commissioner Abbey is uh, six stories. Seems quite tall there. Um, and the tele telegraph corridor, you know, going from one to four, I always just ponder out loud, is the next step to go to three and then upon a future cycle do we go to four? Um, that's what's going through my brain. Any other comments or would someone like to make a motion? I have a question. Yes, please, Vice Chair. Um, I'm just curious with um, Chair Comden and I believe Commissioner Abbey's concerns with the number three, especially since it's already surrounded by mixed use six. I'm sorry, could you restate that? I'm just, I'm just curious as your concern for number three from changing that to mixed use, from mixed use three to mixed use six when the properties, the parcels surrounding those two are for the most part mixed use six already. Right. That, I'm just curious what the concern is there. Um, Commissioner Abbey, do you have a comment? Not directly related to her question, but... Uh, All right. Um, let's, let's address her question. Um, I'm just, I'm looking at the topography now, uh, with the exception of that new, uh, the, the refurbished um, white, uh, brutal concrete architecture from the 60s. Everything is a tall one or two story. I'm just envisioning what a six, a row of six story buildings along that thoroughfare would do. There is a fair amount of buffer there's not many homes that would be affected other than behind the Wells Fargo parcels, uh, et cetera. I guess I could be persuaded that um, six stories could go there. I, I can respond to her question now. Please. Um, I have concern with the northernmost parcel on Area 3 because you're staring right down at a middle school. Um, six stories, a lot of windows looking down at the students. Um, I just have concerns about that. And I don't know if that's the best area for six stories. In fact, I have difficulty, except for across the street at the mall, I'm not thrilled with six stories there, but it's already zoned that, and it's not an, an, an area of discussion, so I won't discuss that. Um, area the south part of Area 3, I just have real, there would have to be an exceptional reason in town to, uh, for me to approve a six-story building. Yeah. I just, I just can't see it being there. So uh, I guess I'm just confused because all of those parcels, I mean, those are the only two parcels under consideration 
in this conversation for moving to mixed use six and all of that dark purple is already designated that and we're not having that discussion so i just it just seems odd to me to carve out these two little parcels and make them mixed use three when they're surrounded by mixed use six so i'm just trying to get some clarification on your yeah. concerns on that yeah that's a good point commissioner zucker uh one thing I wanted to say on behalf of the, the church parcel there, um, the, the lower one is, is that, you know, the state has, uh, you know, or is, is in the process of considering some, some legislation and we're, we're seeing this and, you know, in, in places across the country is, is churches being prime sites for affordable housing because churches are a little bit more mission driven and, you know, uh, maybe a little more inclined to work with say an affordable housing developer, um, than a private, you know, corporation, um, you know, I think we we use the mall to do a lot of the heavy lifting on our you know low income housing for arena numbers. Frankly, I don't think a lot of low income housing is actually going to be built on the mall. To me, that parcel there where the church is like that's the best shot we have at actually getting low income housing, actually getting real affordable housing for our for our residents. So, um, you know, want to you know kind of give a give a plug for that. I, I definitely hear the the two as well. What um, Commissioner Lopez is saying of it does feel a little inconsistent. If the rest of those are six for to have have a couple parcels that that aren't, you know, I, I think if if I was to, you know, I, I you know, I hear what Commissioner Abby's saying around the, uh, you know, the the middle school. Um, but yeah, there there then we do also have all these other, you know, places uh, abutting the middle school that are that are already already zoned for six. Commissioner Abby, I, I see your name. Do you wish to say something? I'm not sure if your microphone's on. Thank if we you. could take each area one at a time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I like what you just said, uh, Lucas, uh, about uh, the potential for affordable housing on that particular parcel. Um, okay. So let's let's uh, identify uh, the Loma Vista North Side. Are we in general agreement with what's proposed there? Yeah, okay. Uh, Main Street, number two. Okay. Can we do that? Okay, sure, let's do that. Um, so, do we have a motion to accept uh, point number one, Loma Vista Corridor? I will so move. Okay, second? Second. Okay, let's vote. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarthy? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lockerquist? Yes. Chair Comden? Yes. That motion carries. Very good. Thank you. Let's go to the Main Street, point number two. Do we have a motion? Could I make a motion? To... Sorry. Commissioner Farley? Could I make Very a motion good. to approve number two as supported by GPAC? Very good. Three I'll second. Questions. Okay. Commissioner Zucker seconds. Let us Thank vote. you. Oh, yes, you can. Just wanted to point out that 31% of the public in Area 2 were in support. So 60, at least 60 some percent, I don't know how many said they had no opinion one way or the other, but a large over two-thirds most likely did not want to see that. 
Um, so I just wanted to make that point. Okay. Any other discussion on this? Okay, let's take a vote, please. Commissioner Abbey? No. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Condon? Yes. That motion carries. Thank you. Let's move on to Pacific View Mall parcels. Would someone like to make a motion? I'll make a motion to accept the GPAC's recommendation for number three. All right, very good. Second? Second, please. Commissioner Farley seconds. Let's vote on that, number three. No comment? Yes. Please. I just wanted to point out that the public only had 30% approval on that, so the vast majority of the public that commented on this said no to six stories at those two parcels. Thank you. Any other comment? Okay, let's vote. Commissioner Abbey? No. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Condon? Yes. That motion carries. Okay, very good. Now, uh, Telegraph Corridor, point number four. Additional comments? Would someone like to make a motion? I guess if we could have a little bit more discussion, I'm not clear on how the commissioners feel about this parcel. I I would like to keep it at mixed use three, unless we can pull it back to the west a little bit. Would be some of my thoughts. I you know I I can see going mixed use four to the uh, corner of Mills, but I think that's a long extension of a mixed use four into those neighborhoods. Yeah. Commissioner Nabusa. Um, I would like to point out the, the blocks between Polymeris and the where it ends. So that, yes, that, that flanking, that has actually to me in potential, it flanks up against the, the residents behind there are mostly actually apartments, two, two story apartments behind that area. And, and that very far, the north, um, west, that corner up there flanks, um, I believe, um, uh, an elderly community or assisted living um, facility that you enter in from Loa Vista. Um, it's, it's a nice big parcel if, if potentially those two right parcels were to be a part of something interesting. I just think those two sites uh, particularly could be something as you get closer to the college um, where we do know we need some more housing. So I, I definitely agree that there's some shallow lots um, on the, the north side of the telegraph thing, but I think that particular section, Palmeris north, um, east, has opportunity. Very good. Commissioner Zucker. I agree with Commissioner Busa that that area is actually a little bit denser than it might look. Um, that, that, yeah, there's some, some apartments there, um, and that actually... Um, you know, on uh, on uh, a lot of those neighborhoods, there's there's these kind of like funky secret duplexes that like look like we don't have a zoning map here, but I, I would guess that actually a lot of this is zoned R two or above. There's there's these you know neighborhoods where you drive through them and you think they're single family, but actually if you look closer, every single house has two doors and they're they're duplexes that I think are really well designed to like blend in with a single family neighborhood. So. 
Um, I almost, interestingly, if we were to cut this, would be more inclined to 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 cut it, uh, you know, on the on the other side. Um, I am a little sympathetic to the the argument that um, you know that I think Commissioner Abbey made of those folks in that little triangle of single family homes uh, being kind of maybe surrounded on all sides by uh, by density. That you know that might be a yeah kind of real case of kind of canyonization there. And um, but uh, yeah, I, I I actually think you know on the north side of Telegraph it it is actually a little bit more more dense than you think. Commissioner Farley. Um, hearing my fellow commissioners with some concerns, and I had similar concerns, I think um, the portion that's directly north of the mall, that portion on the north side, um, makes sense to me for mixed use four. It transitions from the, the six-story potential of the mixed use at the mall. Um, but also the, the side to the, um, to the east being one that might create that kind of separation and potentially the area between Mills Road and Polymeris coming down to three stories and then jumping back up to four. Um, I know that's kind of a, a stepping there, but I think there is some transition as you get towards the college, which is appropriate. And um, to echo Commissioner Zucker, uh, College Drive, as you drive back up and down through that neighborhood, those are not only duplexes, some of those are four and five units. Um, I, I've looked at some of those, and, and so it is, I think, more dense than you would expect um, and designed very well. Um, so I think if there's concerns about some of those smaller properties on Telegraph that likely wouldn't transition to being four stories anyways between Mills and Pelomeris, um, and potentially that portion to the east of the mall might be ones that we keep at three to kind of protect those neighborhoods. Uh, Commissioner McCarty. So I'd like to make a motion. All right. That... Uh, the change to mixed use four from mixed use three apply only to those parcels uh, directly north of the large uh, dark purple area, those, and the larger parcels at the far east end of Telegraph. Yeah, not, not including the shallow parcels, just the deeper parcels. So my, my motion would be those, those parcels at the east end that were just circled by Netta and the ones north of Mills Road just above the, uh, the dark purple area. So those above um, the mall? Yes, those above the mall and those and the, the deep parcels. Mandel's, for lack of a better term, the Mandel's liquor store collection, Katie Donuts, yeah. So my motion would be to change those only to mixed use four and the others remain mixed use three and commercial. All right. Commissioner McCarty, could I just ask uh, a clarifying question? For the parcels um, across from the mall, are you desiring to extend all the way to Dunning Street? Because there's a few that, or just at the where it is directly in front of the mall? Uh, I would say just directly across from the mall. So there's one parcel there which is not as deep as the others. Maintain that as mixed use three. Okay, so the one directly abutting. Danny's Deli is saved. Yeah, let's hope that never goes okay. anywhere. <laughs> and, then, and then one other clarifying question. On the far east side, there is a parcel south of Ter Telegraph. Did you, um, what was your indication on that parcel? I'm not sure what that one is. Um, I, for lack of no information right now, maintain that as mixed use three or commercial, whatever it is now. So essentially, 
my motion is just the deeper parcels directly opposite the mall and the deeper parcels at the very east end of area four to, to go to mixed use four. Okay, thank you. I think that's clear now. If I can offer that, it's a, it's a dental office, it looks like, and it is actually surrounded, basically, by apartments, if yep. that counts for anything. Yep. All right, so we have a motion. Uh, do we have a second? I'd like to second it. Okay, very good. Further discussion? Yeah, um, please. I think it's a reasonable compromise. I'm not really comfortable with going four stories on some of those, but if we're gonna pick and choose, I, that makes the most sense to me if we are gonna push to four story, and I could uh, agree, um, go along with Commissioner McCarty's motion. All right, very good. Anyone else? Vice Chair? Um, I, I would agree with Commissioner Avi's remarks. Um, I, I, too, am uncomfortable, and, and we can talk about this as we get closer to the college, about moving to, um, you know, I, I, I think there's room for densification without going to four stories. Um, and so I, but if we're going to pick and choose, then I can, I can probably get on board with this, this location. Okay, very good. Let's vote. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Condon? Yes. That motion carries. Very good. Six down. Now let's move on to the Arundel um, North Bank. high-level direction. These areas are important for maintaining existing jobs and creating new jobs in Ventura for a strong economy. Most of the land uses will remain the same, but six-story building heights will be allowed. In most areas, new homes won't be allowed because of the focus on job-related activities. Part of the area, including the large vacant land, is envisioned for office and research and development uses. Uh, we have a kind of a split vote here. 46% agree with that. Retail shopping centers changed to commercial three, three stories from mixed use six. Two thirds agreed with that idea. Commissioner Zucker. Um, I, I'd like to connect this to our discussion last night around the, the west side and, you know, reducing, um, you know, heavy industrial to light industrial. I mean, I, I, I do want to make sure that we're, um, you know, giving giving opportunities for heavy industrial businesses to have a have a place and I, I think this is this is the best place for them where there's not residences nearby um, you know I'd, I'd propose to change that number two to heavy industrial um, maybe with the, the question for staff uh, you know if if uh, office space is allowed under heavy industrial is it kind of like an all-encompassing you know but um, but either way I mean I, I, I think it it could make sense to as a as a location, if if say there was a, a you know heavy industrial business on the west side that wanted to expand its operations, you know to, to say move here instead of um, instead of expand on the west side. Mm -hmm. Commissioner Farley. Um, 
I would like to also agree. I, I like the idea of this being office and R&D. Primarily a lot of office buildings are in that area, so I don't think it's a change to what it visually looks like. Um, but looking at something like general industrial, um, I think that there's capacity for that to include a variety of different uses that might not be traditional industrial uses. Um, but if staff could clarify, I think that it might be appropriate to continue that general industrial across if it does allow for that mix of, of office uses as well. And I, I agree with number one and um, this support that change as well. Okay. Netta, do you want to address that, please? Uh, thank you, commissioners. So there's, there's many ways of doing this. Right now, and this part got added, this parcel right now that I'm uh, indicating is um, one large parcel. Um, and then there's this area adjacent to it that is uh, developed and that area right now is general industrial. If the commission wants to preserve some of the general industrial, uh, you could keep this area general industrial as it currently is to allow for that and then look at the larger agricultural parcel, commonly referred to as the McGrath property, um, R&D or something else. So you could kind of take two and split it up um, separately to have more conversations about industrial or not. The general industrial is the heavier industrial uses, so it, it doesn't have the mix of the light industrial with the office pieces. Um, R&D, which is what was proposed by GPAC, allows for office employment and all of the light industrial uses combined um, in that uh, land use designation. So you can kind of split them up, taking separately or combined or kind of a mix if, if you'd like to. <laughs> Commissioner McCarty. So that's an interesting option, and I appreciate that pointing that out. Um, my concern, something to think about if we do that, that would mean we'd have a long vertical strip of office R&D pretty much completely surrounded by heavy industrial. So something to think about as we consider that option. But I do, uh, the fact that the rightmost portion of area number two already is zoned general industrial uh, meshes well with Commissioner Zucker's point uh, uh, as to, you know, as we transition the west side heavy industry and uh, we look for a place to, to put that, I think it's a good, uh, good alternative and good option to perhaps maintain that area as general industrial to assist that transition in the future. My, my, that's my initial thought. All right. Commissioner Abbey. Um, area one, it just makes sense. Uh, it is commercial. Um, it's so close to the freeway, I don't see housing being that close to the freeway. That would, that would be very problematic for me. So number one, I will agree to that. Number two, I just need more information. Um, I think it's been clear from the west side discussion that we need heavy industrial somewhere else in town. Um, I don't want to see it ended up in District 6 necessarily, or at least not in the Montavo area. So, and this area is already heavy industrial. Um, so as far as the employment agenda, moving forward into the, um, I'd like to hear from uh, fellow commissioners or at least uh, Chair Comden and Commissioner McCarty regarding the discussions at GPAC 
Um, obviously, they centered on office R&D, but uh, what are some other options, or what's the compelling reason to make this office R&D, which uh, also under office R&D includes allowed uses, light industrial flex? Right. Um, we heard testimony um, from people very knowledgeable in the commercial real estate field that to attract uh, good-sized employers that we need to provide a campus-type setting, which uh, aside from this parcel and perhaps um, the school parcel up the avenue, uh, there aren't many to be identified. So they said, if you build it, we stand a better chance of them coming. So there's no assurances, there's no master plan yet developed on this, but uh, employment is a critical part of the city's future. And um, I respect the opinions of people that have been in this for decades when they say something like this would, would, it would be very helpful to attract larger employers. Commissioner McCarty, do you have additional comment? No, that, that sums up my recollection of the, the argument, too. Um, are they, uh, Chair Tomden, are they um, proposing that that entire area be office, R&D, uh, with a mix of light industrial, or are they expecting any of that, uh, at least the McGrath parcel, not the parcel to the right? Um, are they expecting any of that will become general industrial? No, I, I believe they're looking at um, more white-collar R&D, um, taller buildings, okay. campus setting, perhaps 1,000 to 3,000 employee type so things. they are envisioning having six-story six office structures. Potentially so. Okay. All right, thank you. Yeah. And the adjacent parcel, which has been added for this discussion, is uh, at this time, it looks like it's completely built out except for one parcel that's facing the, uh, the uh, Ivy Lawn. Yeah. All right, uh, Commissioner Busa. Um, I agree with uh, all the comments made uh, so far by the commission. I agree with the change to commercial in, for section one. Um, section two, I, as a former economic development manager, the site was a key interest and there was a lot of discussion around being able to develop it out for a large campus, large employment use um, that could, you, know, you would sensibly work with a single developer that's gonna do a, a complete um, sort of employment park there uh, would be require, require quite a lot but would bring a lot of um, economic growth and activity to the city. Um, I am inclined to, to change the office in R&D on the McGrath site. I am inclined to keep a little bit of the general industrial, um, though knowing very well that, that site, those sites are pretty much all office space as, as they are today. Thank you. Commissioner Farley. In, in trying to think about the balancing of what we were talking about on the west side and, and you know, obviously looking at this as maybe an opportunity for that, um, and looking at the existing general industrial that's dark gray on this map, um, are there large areas of vacancy in these areas where you know, users on the west end might transition over here? 
um, or in reality, like you said, I believe a lot of this is actual office and, and lighter actual industry. Um, is there any sort of thought on, on the capacity for this area to absorb that without having to change something on number two? Um, I don't have information about how, what the actual vacancy of some of these um, buildings are. They are lower scale, one to two story industrial type buildings. They have had a lot of transition with other uses moving in, like um, breweries and, and other type of uses. So um, I don't think there is the, the large scale heavy type industrial in this area. Um, that you wouldn't maybe necessarily associate with general industrial. So to your point, I don't think there are very many vacant uh, parcels in general or large vacant parcels left for kind of large industrial to move into this area unless they did kind of lock consolidation or redevelop some of these existing sites, turn some of the parking into outdoor areas or things like that. Thank you. And, and maybe um, Commissioner Busa might have some background on this as well. I'm not sure there is a demand for the higher industrial uses coming to Ventura. There might be some smaller businesses that are existing that might transition. But I think in looking at what we did on the, the west end of town, if those actually phase out and those businesses go out of business or their technologies change, uh, the reality of them moving to a new site doesn't seem realistic to me. So maybe looking for a place for these, place, these businesses to move is not really the, the, the goal here, um, but making sure that we have appropriate uses that are coming to the community. And I was not aware that there's R&D that's looking at these sites, um, this one in particular, and I think that that would sway me more to keeping this as R&D rather than industrial. Commissioner Zucker. Um, I'm, I'm curious about the, um, to hear that the general industrial, that's much of this area does not allow for office uses because it seems like so much of it is office right now. I mean, I, I worked in that area that's that we're, we're talking about right adjacent to Offsbury, off right on the other side of the, the cemetery, um, you know, for 10 years. It's, a, it's an office park, right? Um, and so are those all legal non-conforming uses, you know, or so if it's zoned industrial, why are there so many offices there? So the, there's your general plan designations and then there's the zoning that's layered on top of it and there's different types of industrial within the zoning. We have some NBD and we have of others. So when we talk large swath of the general industrial for the de designation, there can be nuances in the zoning itself that allow a variety. We anticipate with any industrial there's going to be some type of office component and even in those office type buildings, they could have laboratories or assembly or production or things that occur um, that may look like office on the outside, but actually are, are different types of uses interior. So there is a lot of that. Um, that being said, I mean, I, I wonder if there is space for us to essentially allow for a flexible use in that number two zone that, that would allow for both heavy industrial and office, you know, R&D. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm going back to a, a, a meeting I remember having, you know, a, a while back with the folks in the Chamber of Commerce where they were saying, you know, what you, what you want is flexibility, right? That you, it's hard to predict the future of the economy. It's, you know, and, and um, yeah, that that, if there's a way to do that, if, if we've done that in other 
parts of this this Arundel area to allow the flexibility for both heavy industrial uses and office. Um, you know, maybe there's there's a way to do that in number two. Um, the other option I you know I could could also see you know and um, yeah also also definitely hear Commissioner Farley's point around maybe there's not just like a large demand for more heavy industrial development in Ventura and you know we're not seeing a ton of that anyway but. Um, but that area on the very west end, left side of the screen, that, that's in kind of light gray, light industrial flex, um, that area is kind of a funky, older part of the, of the neighborhood. It, it seems to me like there are some uses there that actually are kind of more heavy industrial that are maybe kind of grandfathered in or, or legal nonconforming. And, you know, and maybe that was like pre-zoning or if it was, or, or it was down zone later, um, but, but maybe making that Heavy industrial also could could allow some flexibility for for um, yeah heavy industrial business to locate there and to me wouldn't seem very out of place with the the stuff that's there right now. Okay, um, I'd like to suggest that the the McGrath property and parcels to the east of it be separated because I see the clear vision of uh, going to our office R and D on the McGrath property. The other um, is a mix of all kinds of stuff. Uh, including a FedEx, what looks like a FedEx, you know, um, receiving with uh, large trucks coming through, et cetera. Um, and it's it's well established, but for two or three parcels, it's built out. Um, and if the current zoning for that is general industrial, um, I would suggest it remain that, but the McGrath property uh, change to office R&D. Comments? Commissioner Riccardi. Yes, so apropos your, uh, your comment, Chair Condon, and the initial suggestion from NETA at the outset about s splitting those properties, my concern was um, having office R&D on the McGrath property surrounded by general industrial on both sides. So what if we take a look at flipping that option and have the McGrath property zoned as general industrial and the east side of section two uh, office R&D, which it de facto pretty much already is, um, and that would make the general industrial area contiguous and not split up and, and maintain, kind of get the best of both worlds uh, have both an expanded general industrial area and maintaining space for office uh, R&D. So I'm going to let the uh, former economic development manager speak now. Commissioner before, I, before I jump out of my seat, um, I, I definitely see the logic in, in stepping into that thought. Uh, uh, however, I would argue that um, on the, the east side where we currently have the general industrial and, and look to change, you, you're dealing with I'm 20 plus properties that would have to sell at the same time to work together to build a large campus for the intended use of having an R&D campus space. And the beautiful thing about McGrath is that it is a single property of you know approximately 70 or 86 acres um, that would come in a, in a single swoop where you would you would do a, a complete master plan development for um, that sort of R&D commercial use, like something. I, I don't like to use the comparison, but if you're driving out um, towards Santa Clarita and as you enter into that area, you see those, those kind of um, that 
commercial business. Yeah, yeah the, the, that sort of campus space is, is that would be something that could be programmed into a McGrath site. Chair Compton. Uh, yes, Vice Chair. Uh, I completely agree with Commissioner Busa, and I'd like to circle back and explore a little bit more perhaps what Commissioner Zucker was getting at, which is looking at the, the properties and parcels on the west side, um, you know, whether that could be perhaps redesignated as um, general industrial and leave parcel two as the GPAC recommended. Um, I, you know, I think with the general industrial, you know, I, I, even if I, I know, I, I agree that we, it would be helpful to look at um, areas if we're taking out the general industrial on the west side of town and creating light industrial, you know, looking at areas that if, you know, for displacement, but the reality is, you know, we're, there's going to be no space in the city for, it's always going to be redevelopment. And so if for a general industrial use to move, <clears throat> except at the McGrath property, but I agree that we need to preserve that for R&D, so, or the office. Um, yeah, so I don't know if we can explore that a little bit more for that, that area that's currently zoned light industrial flex, six story, whether that could be rezoned into the general industrial, I don't know. That's something that we can explore. Was that, is that within the scope of our potential consideration? It is, all right. I would just like to point out that there is residential in that area, so you would be stepping into a situation where you are going to flank residential with high area, um, general industrial, which is what we were avoiding on the west side. Where, but the residential's the, across the, the highway? No, the residential's a little triangle swath to the left of the number one it's a little triangle. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yes. Perhaps we could, if we were really picking, I can't read the street, unfortunately, on my screen, but the street south of that. Market Street. Is that Market? Yeah. Yes. So Market to the. Create a mm -hmm. light industrial buffer. And I'm not married to this. I just am, am trying to, you know, balance all of our needs and requirements as we are moving through the entire city. Um, but I would agree. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to agree to leaving number two as proposed. All right. Uh, Commissioner Busa, I see your name up here. Do you want to? Okay. Commissioner McCarty. Uh, so uh, with regard to the previous comments from Vice Chair Lagerquist, um, so a potential proposal then sounds to me like um, the area south of Market Street, currently zoned as light industrial, perhaps consider that area south of Market Street um, to change from light industrial to heavy industrial or to general industrial and uh, maintain uh, areas one and two. I mean, uh, I, I agree with the uh, the changes proposed for areas one and two, and that would in my mind would, would create a compromise and in uh, increasing the pot potential space available for general industrial and also allowing us to have the 
appropriate R and office and R&D space as proposed by the GPAC changes. So, so essentially, my suggestion would be perhaps we consider just the uh, light industrial area south of Market Street to change to general industrial as an additional change to this area. Any comment on that? Okay, Commissioner Abbey. Um, the closer you move, uh, okay, so I miss, what is the street? Is it Telegraph Road that uh, divides the light industrial from heavy industrial? Well, no, Market Street is east-west. What's the uh, north-south street? Telephone. Telephone, right. Yeah, as you move west of Telephone, you're, you're moving closer to the residential across from the freeway. And uh, I, I think, I don't have we even discussed this with the businesses in the area? I don't think they would want to see heavy industrial mixed in with their light industrial. I think that's moving the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Okay. I agree with that comment. Um, so, would someone like to make a... Uh, oh, Commissioner Zucker. Uh, is there any reason we couldn't zone the number two for, you know, what Netta described as maybe being what exists in some of the kind of, you know, planned development um, that's already there, kind of, a, you know, a, a flexible mixed zone that allows both heavy industrial and office R&D? So the GPAC's discussions also revolved, and you're struggling with a lot of the same things that GPAC struggled with, um, to put a policy, obviously this is a large parcel, it's almost 80 acres, the width of it, just to give some context, is close to 1,000 feet. So this is a, a very large piece of land. Um, something of this size needs some type of master development or specific plan. So uh, they, they did want a policy consideration that a specific plan look at this closer and, and break it up. It'll look at street networks and kind of the nuances of those. Um, you could select a general plan land use designation and kind of echo the GPAC's desire for a policy that a specific plan look at this in closer detail and kind of carve out a blend of uses that could then through the specific plan, craft specific zoning districts for this area that would allow a wider variety of uses or specific uses to this area to cater to the desire for maybe a hybrid of all of those type of things. Please. I'd like to make a motion for what Netta said. Inclined to uh, make a motion to accept the recommendations by GTEC with the uh, desire to have the, a general, uh, a specific plan done for that site. Is that what, I feel like that's what Netta said. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we have a motion. Do we have a second on that? I was, uh, just a point of order, um, are we taking number two first then, not number one? I don't, I don't care which order we take them. As uh, we, I, I don't feel the need to, uh, to separate them in this case. Uh, we all seem to agree that um, number one is, um, I, I, am I speaking out of term? We're, we're all in agreement on that. So it's basically uh, accepting number two with that amendment. Um, I, I'd vote on them together if it's uh, the will of the body here. 
So do we have a second for that motion? Commissioner Zucker, would you like to amend your motion to include the recommendation for one? Sure, yeah, sorry. And, and I guess it was actually Commissioner Busa's motion. I, I'm not sure whose motion it is at this point, but. Uh, <laughs> it's your motion with a friendly amendment. Sure, okay. So yeah, I'd like to motion to accept the GPAC recommendation for, for both one and two uh, with uh, the, the piece around, you know, two having some, uh, some language around a, a specific plan for a mix of uses. Very good. Commissioner McCarty, you second? I'll second that motion. Very good. Uh, any further discussion on this? All right, let's vote, please. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Condon? Yes. That motion carries. The joy of seven. Now we move to the east side. We did it. We already did the east side. Oh, I'm sorry. I've written it down twice. How about college area now? There are so many documents here. Okay. All right, the high level direction. The area just east and west of Ventura City College on Telegraph Day and Ashwood is envisioned as a college district with a diverse mix of land uses, including retail, entertainment, and housing. Building heights will range from three to five stories, which is an increase of, for some portions of the area. Um, the community did not feel strongly about this. 37% were, were in agreement with that. Victoria Plaza Shopping Center, changed to neighborhood center, four stories, 75% yes. Single family parcels on Telegraph and Day Road, changed to three-story multifamily, 59%. Area west of the college, changed to mixed use five, 35%. And parcels on the south side of Telegraph, roughly a 50-50. So who'd like to start out? Commissioner Abbey. I was just wondering if we could just take them one, at a, one area at a time. All right. Okay, so let's start with the Victoria Plaza Shopping Center. Uh, you, just as we've done in the east side and West side and all throughout town, I would agree with number one. All right. Commissioner Vusa? I concur. Agree with Commissioner. All right. Commissioner Farley? I also agree. All right. I see a general consensus. All right. I, I move number one. Okay. A second. Very good. Let's vote on point number one, Victoria Plaza Shopping Center. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Comden? Yes. That motion carries. All right. Let's go to the three single family parcels on Telegraph and Day. Change the three story multifamily from neighborhood low. Comments? Commissioner Abbey? I have questions. Um, so it looks like uh, the west end, I'm sorry, the east, yeah, 
the east side of Venture College, that's Day Road, correct? Um, now, there was a project at the end of Day Road that was already approved by the Planning Commission several number of years ago. Uh, why would we want to rezone something that's already been approved? And, and oh, is it just that the land use doesn't match what was approved? For, for continuity, yeah. You're talking about the Tides project that's, that's located that here. That whole box is the Tides project. Okay, mm -hmm. that, ma that makes sense because it's a three-story project. So, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. makes, makes sense. Um, on the uh, north side of the street, so the, let's take the right orange area. There's a green area, so is that the Branca? Yes, that's running through these, this area. And um, there's a pool off of Bryn Mawr. Is that that blue little square just north of the orange area? Off of, no, Bryn Mawr. Um, right there. Is that, the, is that the campus view pool? We are looking. It is a pool. Um, what is, so just uh, south of the pool and uh, just east of the Branca, there's two parcels. So there's a church right on Bryn Mawr and Telegraph. Have they been contacted and are they open to this? We have not heard uh, either way. Okay, so there's the thing, so they want to rezone it, but because there was another church, uh, a home, housing element site on the south side of Ventura College where the church was promoting and was giving a green light to a similar change. Correct. Uh, this church is... Has not indicated that they're interested in developing um, or changing their church uses at this time. Okay, and what is the, what's currently on the parcel just north of that? It, it's also part of the church. So that's all church area. And a school. Okay. Uh, let's see. Then moving to the west, um, there used, there's a church there. I don't know what it's called, but it is years ago I went to that church called First Christian Church, and there was a, a, a daycare center there uh, right across the street. Uh, there used to be the Charles Carroll's funeral home, and now it's probably owned by somebody else. Right, that's the Miracle Center Church, I believe it's called. Okay. Uh, so has that church uh, been uh, consulted on Teloma? About the land use changes? No. What's the idea behind changing the land use if at this time? These are the proposed changes that the GPAC and through public comment and this process have have been identified as areas of change. Okay, I, I'd like to ask a question, Chair Comden, of the two GPAC members on the Planning Commission. What was the thinking of changing the ch church parcels if neither church is interested? Uh, Commissioner McCarty, I'm gonna default to you because I don't remember this particular parcel being discussed. Uh, nor, nor do I. Um, I, I mean, I, I remember the area being discussed and, and this, the proposed changes being discussed. Um, 
but there was no, there we did have representation from the public who live in this area in attendance and uh, although to my knowledge church members were not, were not in attendance. But uh, this was, was proposed and uh, accept, acceptable to residents of the area. Yeah, I don't I just remember, Mark, uh, the, the churches are not being kicked off the property. Right, right. They, they have that property okay. until uh, there's a change, yeah. of, uh, change of ownership. Yeah, I just want to make clear I don't necessarily have a red flag. I was just curious why that would change. And again, uh, this is the church across from Reardon Funeral Home? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, then, um, can staff chime in? Do you, do you? So there was a lot of discussions around the, the college area and when they were, the GPAC was discussing the college area and that led to some of these changes was a general desire to support the, the college and the college functions with addition of higher density housing around it and even retail commercial uses to support the college area and offer student housing or expansion. So then parcels were started to discuss of where those changes could could occur to accommodate higher density residential and or commercial uses. So I think these were discussed because they were larger parcels that were lower density that could potentially be redeveloped in the future um, versus the single family residential that surrounded in some of the other areas. Right, that the, the top left one facing the college uh, east side uh, that makes sense. Uh, it's next to the Starbucks shopping center, and uh, that makes sense. The one on the south side of Telegraph is the church, uh, I believe, and it's uh, the open field next to it. That, too, makes sense. Um, but honestly, I don't remember the discussion of why that church parcel uh, and beyond it, although it, it's a pretty good-sized parcel. That's what I was going to say. It's yeah. probably the size of it. Yeah, it's got a big parking lot. Ted, one last question on section two. So the orange box on Day Road, so there's houses on there. It's just south. It looks like it's just south of um, um, the technology high school that my daughters went to. They're at Foothill Technology, so that's right up next to the campus, correct? Yeah. Okay. These parcels? Yes. They have a lot of avocados in their front yard. Yeah, I had a question. Um, when I was on Planning Commission, first time there was discussion about one of those parcels. I don't know if it was the big parcel on the right within that block, same block on Day Road. Um, was there a project approved? It seemed like it was a neighborhood medium project that was approved there some years ago? There's a current project in process right now for one of those parcels called the Day Road Apartments that is going through the approval process. Is that on the parcel that's the big one on the right side of that box? Behind Mavericks? Would that be the yes, uh -huh. Yeah. I, I think that's what we're talking about. It's, it's a parcel facing Day Road. It's one of those three. I just can't recollect which parcel, but I can look that up. Okay. All right. Those are my questions. Thank you. All right. Number two. Commissioner Farley. And kind of circling back to the church discussion, especially those on the west side, typically churches are allowed in most zones with a conditional use permit, so this doesn't necessarily preclude them from continuing or even changing their church use. 
Um, but I'm also aware that a lot of churches have declining enrollment and, and people actually attending in person. And a lot of them are looking for opportunities to look towards affordable housing, um, building on-site housing for their community or their, their students. Um, so I think even though it may seem like a discongruent um, idea to have it zoned residential, I think in a lot of cases, um, church uses specifically are zoned residential in a lot of places. And so I'd be supportive of that. Um, I also think that it, it just makes sense to have more density near the college where we're lacking housing for students. Very good. Commissioner Vusa. I concur with all those statements from Commissioner Farley, and I would be inclined to accept a GPEX recommendation for parcel two or section two. Okay. Yes, Commissioner Abbey. I just wanted to know, uh, was there any, uh, on the other side of the street is, is residences, so uh, did any residences voice any opinions regarding that, this change at GPAC? Not to my recollection. All right, so we are discussing uh, section two. Would someone like to make a motion on that, please? I'll make a motion to accept GPEX recommendation for section two. We have a motion, do we have the second? I'll second. All right, very good. Madam Clerk, let's vote, please. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Uh, Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Comden? Yes. My motion carries. Okay. Area three, west of the college, changed to mixed use five from mixed use three. Can I start off this yes, conversation? Yes, please. Um, I, I was, I'm going to seek out a little more information. I want to make sure I'm clear on the surrounding parcels. So north of that is three-story multifamily across the street. I, that's a strange square. So is that saying that it's neighborhood, is that neighborhood low medium, but then commercial on both sides with a little bit of public on the north side? Is that correct? Correct. Yes, it's a bit hodgepodgey over here. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I, I'm going to start out this conversation by saying I'm, I'm pretty significantly opposed to going to five stories here. Um, I understand the concept of, of student housing um, in this area, but this is a highly, highly residential area. I, I'm in this area quite a bit. My daughter goes to Foothill currently. Um, and I, I just, I think that's, I, I think it's too much for this, this neighborhood. You know, I'm, I'm not opposed to mixed use three, um, and that would be consistent with the, what we're already proposing around the school. All right. Other comments on this? Commissioner Abbey. Um, does staff know uh, where the college is proposing to have its dormitories or campus housing? Wouldn't that be also on the west side of their property adjacent to this? I believe they are in some of these field areas or adjacent to some of these field areas, yes, that are over on um, this side of the college campus. So um, I 
I know that the college district is a state entity and therefore they can go ahead and do their own development totally separate from the city of Ventura, correct? That's correct. Okay. Um, has there been any discussion between city of Ventura staff and the college district regarding coordinating possibly should this go through? Coordinating in terms of what they plan to develop. How, how dense, how tall, where, in location to each other. Yeah, we wouldn't be, I mean, we can certainly have conversations and, and ask what they're planning to do, but we wouldn't be able to influence their design or what they plan on doing there. Right. Um, I want to make my comments now on Area 3. Uh, I agree with uh, Vice Chair Lagerquist. Um, Five stories is way out of scale for this neighborhood. Um, I, I would assume see it stay mixed use three. Thank you. Commissioner Busa. Thank you for the question uh, regarding what the campus was going to do. I wanted to understand that myself, um, knowing that they can possibly do what they want on that part of the campus where they might intend to actually build housing. I do think five stories is out of context here. Across the street is a two-story at Max Apartments, um, the, the church to the north, Loma Vista. Um, and so five stories does feel a little bit hard for me here. I, I would be able to feel more comfortable at four stories um, if we want to have that consideration uh, as a commission. Uh, but five seems pretty aggressive in the context of this neighborhood uh, in the adjacencies of the residential. And I agree with uh, Vice Chair's comments on the continuity with the other proposals around three stories. So to me, it seems a little bit incongruent to go to five. <coughs> Commissioner Zuckner. Uh, I agree with Commissioner Busa that I think, um, yeah, four stories might be, might be appropriate there. I, yeah. Um, Hear what folks are saying around around five stories, and um, you know, I, I do think if this is this this section, if we're looking similar to say what we what we did in you know in in parts of Midtown, I mean, this is not adjacent directly to to any single family. It's you know, there's there's apartments, there's commercial, right? Um, and in in other parts of the city, we're we're going to four, and you know, I think I think that seems seems fair. Um, you know what I'm saying? I personally, uh, you know, lived in a ten-story uh, dorm when I was at uh, college in Berkeley, and <laughs> so you know, it, it could be worse. <laughs> Commissioner Farley. I also agree in reading some of the comments and hearing some of the public comments about the incongruency between the five-story and the two-story nearby, and some of the single-family neighborhoods. Um, five-story seems a lot in that transition. Um, knowing more about what the college was doing might be helpful, but we can't really plan around that, unfortunately. Um, I might be um, supportive of four um, on the top of the L, um, and then maybe considering that if five were desirable, that it be kept towards the street. Um, but I don't see that those things would happen separately, so I would, I would be in favor of four for sure. All right. Commissioner McCartney. I concur with the comments of my fellow commissioners and um, uh, the comments, in fact, that we've, were made from the dais here do in, do in fact reflect 
the in-person comments made by uh, area residents regarding this uh, this p proposed change. So right. the, the arguments made here were pretty much the same that they made. There was very this uh, there was some emotional um, uh, disagreement from residents regarding this this potential change. Yeah. High level direction, only 37% agreed with the strategy. Uh, do we have any sense of how far along the college is in what they're doing? Um, I'm aware they received a grant to build student housing. Um, I don't know how far along they are in the process. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's kind of a, a complex, lengthy process for them. Yeah. Um, I personally am inclined to agree with uh, the comments made here. Five story seems uh, pretty egregious given the surrounding area. It, gosh, it sure would be helpful to know what the college has in plan because this could be a, a large amount of housing here intended for college students, but uh, it's very much a commuter college right now. So. Um, I would like to change it to, to four-story as well. Further comments? Chair Condon. Yes, yes uh, Vice please. Chair. So I, I, I kind of want to, I'm resisting the four-story. Um, I want to point out that across the street, we have a neighborhood low medium, and, and just north of that parcel, we have a three-story multifamily. And I, I, if I were living in that neighborhood low medium area, you know, staring out at a, what will likely end up being a significantly sized boxed building. Um, it just feels still a little bit too much for the area. Um, just want to throw that out there before we make a motion for the four story. I, I would like to see it stay at three. Again, it's consistent with the surrounding parcels that we're talking about. Um, and it's, um, you know, honoring that neighborhood low medium across the street. Right. Okay. Uh, Commissioner Abbey. I just want to say I fully concur with it, what Vice Chair Lagerquist just said. Okay. So I'm going to ask staff, um, it's quite a leap down from five to three. Where do we go with our numbers here? Well, funny you should ask that. I was calculating that while you were having your discussion. Um, so the, uh, the capacity on that area um, and again, this is, again, total area times maximum number of units. If it's mixed-use 5, it's 399. If it's mixed-use 4, it's 329. And if it's mixed-use 3, it's 183. So and I'm glad I anticipated. About 150 from what is proposed to the mixed-use 3, 150 Sheep. fewer units. To mixed use three is 216. 216. Okay, Commissioner Farley. Out of um, severe caution and the need for students to have housing here in our community. Um, having gone to this school and having had a hard time moving out of my house because there's no housing for students in our community, 
um, I'm inclined to continue to support four um, because it is a significant jump to jump down to three. Um, you're losing a, a, a huge number and it's an opportunity to create a very interesting um, housing community that would abut the college's housing community and provide some sort of a village. Um, I am aware of the inconsistencies between um, height, um, but the apartment complex across the street has significant open spaces and parking areas. Um, they wouldn't have towering buildings across um, from them. They, they have the street and then they have their own buffers of their parking lot. So where we might be concerned near a, a single family house, there is no single family house directly abutting this project. Um, so I would continue to support for in light of the need for student housing specifically. Thank you. Commissioner Zucker. I agree with Commissioner Farley. You know, I, I think every neighborhood's got to do their part here. And, and four, I think, is, you know, is, is uh, you know, more, more gentle than five. Um, and I think it's, it's really no different, uh, you know, and, and arguably less adjacent to single-family um, you know, density than, than what we did on Thompson and Midtown, uh, you know, on, on Telegraph or, or Maine in, in Five Points. And so, um, you know, to me, it's, it's consistent with, with um, you know, the, the densities that we're, we're approving in other, other parts of town. And, and I think, yeah, every, every neighborhood's got to do, do their part. Thank you. Commissioner Busa. I concur with those statements. I concur with the, the comments from Commissioner Farley on the buffer. I think there is a pretty a decent buffer between the uh, neighborhood low medium across the street. Uh, much of those apartments are, are, are a little bit flanked towards um, the, the west uh, with the parking in the front. I think with some design standards to bring more trees uh, to the front of um, Ashwood in any sort of development of that space would also create um, a nice buffer. There is a dip in grade from Loma Vista down to as you go into Ashwood, so the height actually gets depressed a little bit with that slope down from Loma Vista um, and it continues to go up into that neighborhood as well. So it, it does feel like there would be, um, it, it, it wouldn't be as obtrusive at four, um, um, and I would definitely support it because we do need we do need housing for students. I've always looked at this lot thinking that it could be something more um, and more for the students at the campus. Thank you. Any further comments? Or would someone like to make a motion? Commissioner Zucker. I'll make a motion to uh, to change GPAC recommendation from uh, mixed use five to mixed use four in area three. A second. Very good. Further discussion? Okay. Let's vote. Commissioner Abbey? No. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarthy? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? No. Chair Comden? Yes. That motion carries. All right, area four, the parcel south of Telegraph. Change to mixed use three from three-story multifamily and neighborhood low. Any comments? Commissioner Abbey. Which of the parcels is currently uh, zone labor, neighborhood low? 
We'll double check, but I believe it's this, which is an existing church site. Is that the College United Methodist Church that was already approved under the housing element? That is correct. So it was it it was one of those sites that were rezoned with the um, rezoned sites of the housing element. So it's already been changed to mixed use three. It it got its zoning change. It didn't get its land use designation changed. Oh, okay. So it would be bringing it into compatibility there. Okay, and then across the street, there's some sort of office building, and let's see, we head over. So there's a brewery on the corner of Ashwood and, not, not Ashwood, yeah, Ashwood and uh, Telegraph. Um, okay. The Rincon Brewery's there, and then some little strip commercial office health center, behavioral, right. Ventura County Behavioral Health is in this area. There's a liquor, freestanding liquor store. And then, um, looks like Rincon. Yeah, three. yeah. Three stories seems reasonable. All right. Further discussion. Vice Chair, any comment? No, I, I don't have any issue with this. Okay. Would someone make a motion, please? I'll move to uh, uh, accept the. Um, Changes proposed by the GPAC. Thank you, Commissioner McCarty. A second. A second. Okay. Commissioner Zucker seconds. Let's vote, please. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Compton? Yes. That motion carries. That would be eight. Now let's move to Victoria. We're doing reasonably well time-wise, it's 8.15. Okay, Victoria. High-level direction, the Victoria Quarter will continue as a mixed-use area with a diversity of office mixed-use housing, regional retail uses. Most of the area will keep its current land use, but the area south and east of the county government center will now allow mixed-use and multifamily housing with heights between four and six stories, which is consistent with the heights in the rest of the area. Again, a split vote, 52% agreed with that statement. Um, point by point. Number one, parcels east of Government Center. Uh, on the other side of Hill Road. Commissioner Abbey. Yeah, I had some questions. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to identify it. So this is where the Social Security office is. Uh, you've got uh, Hill Street Restaurant, um, the library, um, so the owners and the tenants of that, uh, how are they feeling about this change? Uh, so that's, that question is to staff. What have you heard from, from the t owners of these properties? We've not been contacted by the owners of these properties. The GPAC thought about this was, again, these were um, large parking areas, large space with smaller buildings. They thought this was an area that had potential land use change opportunity. 
Okay, and then uh, directly across, um, I think it's Thill Street, it's to the north, you have, uh, uh, I believe it's, is it an apartment complex? Do we know how many stories apartment complex that is, if it is apartments? It is surrounded by higher density residential condo apartment type uses. Yeah, uh, so my specific question would be what uh, heights are we, what, how many floors are we talking about just the north of that parcel? I believe they're two to three, and yep. they're flanked with a pretty big buffer of that wide street, as well as uh, tree setback, yard setbacks, but I believe it's a two or three. Okay, and then is, is the Partridge Street running north-south on the east side is, I guess, uh, we have county human services over there as well. Um, what kind of, I didn't drive past this, so what kind of properties are we talking on the east side of Partridge? Similar, two to three story kind of apartment project um, with large setbacks and parking along the street and then the buildings. Okay, thank you. Commissioner Busa. Um, I, I was curious to, to understand if there was, you know, what some of the comments were against this. I, this feels um, like, because I see it in red there, um, it feels like a very appropriate say to change there's it's to be a lot of just big parcels with a lot of parking that could convert into some mixed use so i was just curious if there was any comments from the commissioners from if you recall yeah. no yeah. i don't believe so commissioner farley um, i've always thought that this area was right for this kind of redevelopment i, I grew up across the street from the government center and it's um, heavily walked um, students and people who work in the area um, often hearing from folks that I know that work at the government center trying to find housing and it's very tough in this area um, It's a huge um, business center along Victoria um, So those two parcels one and two where you've got that um, Ability to increase housing next to a large job center and there's also a bus center there where people pick up buses to, to go to other different places I think it seems right for it and, and appropriate um, I believe living in the area that most of those are apartments or condominiums that are all two-story and all of them have kind of the typical large parking lots that surround them. So they're all buffered. Uh, telephone is a, a pretty heavily traveled area um, and, and so I think that it's appropriate for those two areas specifically. Okay, thank you. Commissioner Zucker. Uh, agree with everything Commissioner Farley said. It's, um, yeah, a lot of, lot of buffer. Yeah, people are people used to density this area. I have a, a very close friend who lived here for a long time and spent a lot of time around there and um, yeah, I think it's totally appropriate. I, you know, and, and yeah, good, good transit there as well. Um, I would just, yeah, add that the, the government center in the county is the single largest employer in the, in the city of Ventura. Um, and having housing right next there where people can walk is great for our environment, great for, you know, great for housing options for, for some of our employment needs. All right. Very good. Other comments? Would someone like to make a motion on number one? I'll make a motion to accept uh, GP, GPAC's recommendation for number one. I'll Do we second. have a second? Commissioner Farley seconds. Please take a vote. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lockerquist? Yes. Chair Compton? Yes. That motion carries.
Thank you. So the parcel south of Government Center, which I believe now is City Church, um, over to Grace Lutheran. Do I have that right? Is that both church parcels? They are all church parcels. Okay. City Church, right. Three Angels, Seventh and... Day Adventist Church, and I'm not sure what the third church. Grace. The Grace Lutheran. Grace yes. Lutheran. Yeah. Very good. All right. So this is calling for change to four-story multifamily from neighborhood low. Chair Comden. Yes. Please go. Um, I I would recommend, and definitely want to hear the commission's um, thoughts on this, but I, I would be open to uh, discussing two and three together as an acceptance for both of these changes based on the conversations we just had for the first one. Okay. So the uh, additional parcel that we're talking about is the credit union? Just two and three. Two, yeah, two and three. Okay. So three is the corner that would take us from the credit union to the east and then down to the three-story office building. I think there's a realtor in there. Okay. Any questions? I'd, I'd like to see comments? us split those two. Okay. Any other feelings on this? Let's take them separately. Uh, parcel two. Um, the three churches to uh, four-story multifamily. Commissioner Busa. Um, I find, given the, the comments uh, from Commissioner Farley during our last uh, discussion on Section 1, uh, that this would be appropriate for the site given the transit, the, the density, or the, 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 the transit center, um, its proximity uh, to large employment. Um, and I do feel that the lot sizes are fairly large enough to support this with the proper buffering to the adjacent uh, single-family residential behind it. Right. Commissioner Abbey. Um, I'm sort of of two views. Uh, one is if I was assured that there would be a, prop, a proper taper, uh, these are deep uh, lots, so that, that's to his advantage. And I could see four stories right along telephone, but as it uh, goes towards Swallow Street, those residences there, I think it needs to taper down to two stories. Uh, there needs to be a sufficient setback. I'm, I'm not assured yet until the city cha changes our rules on the taper. Uh, I'm not confident in that. So at this point in time, I'm going to need to support three stories. Multifamily. Thank you. Commissioner Zucker. Yeah, for, for all the reasons stated before, I think, you know, building housing by the government center, uh, you know, on, on telephone corridor makes a lot of sense. Um, I'll add, you know, what I shared before around churches being some of our best opportunities to get actual capital A affordable housing. Um, and uh, just just add that I think it's pretty consistent with if you if you follow down telephone, you know, basically everything down there is apartments, so, you know, so it's. There are there are some single family kind of behind there, but you know basically telephone. Other than these sites, I mean, telephone is is almost just like a continuous block of apartments and condos. Thank you, Commissioner Farley. And just to clarify, having grown up there, um, almost all of those streets that are south of two and three are duplexes, 
Um, I believe they're mostly rentable. Um, they're not um, typically owner-occupied. And then to um, speak to what uh, Commissioner Zucker said, yes, they're mostly apartments to the east. Um, I believe almost all of them until you hit Johnson are um, apartments for rent. Okay, I'm looking on Google Earth and the homes directly um, south of two appear to be single family story. They are attached shared wall construction duplexes. Duplexes, but of single, single story nature. Single story, right? correct. Yeah. 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 I think I'm in the camp with uh, Commissioner Abbey on uh, on this. The height without a, a known taper, even though the, the lots are relatively deep, is a concern of mine on parcel two. All right. Would someone like to make a motion? I'll motion to accept GBAC recommendation. I'll second. Very good. We have a first and a second. Let's vote, please. Commissioner Abbey? No. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarthy? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagercrest? Yes. Chair Condon? No. That motion carries. All right. Let's move on to parcel three. Corner of Victorian Telephone. From Office R&D. Okay, so basically it's just a, a change of format, not height. Commissioner Abbey. Okay, I know this is the Bank of America. Certainly it needs to be more than one story. Same thing with the credit union that has a very deep lot running north to south. You have another one or two office buildings south of the Bank of America. Uh, certainly needs to be dense. Um, and I understand that this is just changed from office R&D to mixed use six. Um, so. I'm just looking at Falcon Street, Sparrow Street. Uh, I'm more concerned of the properties that are east, east of the southern portion of that dog leg. Uh, in the afternoon, uh, those poor people are going to have long afternoons in the wintertime. Um, so on principle, I'm going to be voting no on this. All right, very good. Commissioner Zucker. Um, as Commissioner Abby pointed out, it's you know it it's not really a change in height. It you know it's going from six story to six story, but a change in use from you know office R and D to, to mixed use, um, you know which is kind of consistent with what's across the street and uh, along most of Victoria. Um, way I see it, bank brick and mortar locations have filled a lot of this you know corner. Um, it's a really important corner right there of Victorian Telephone. I mean, that's a huge, one of the biggest like arteries of our of our city, right? Um, and bank brick and mortars are dying. Everyone's doing online banking, and um, and so it, you know, these bank brick and mortars are not the maybe not the highest use here. I think the question is, do we replace it with office space, or do we replace it with 
with housing, um, my sense is we need housing more than we need office space in our in our town. And you know, um, certainly there's always a need for office space, but um, but yeah, I think it's been a little bit more of a mixed, softer softer market on that. And there's you know huge huge demand and scarcity for housing. So, very good, Vice Chair. Yes, thank you. Um, I completely agree with Commissioner Zucker, and you know, I, this is an area that can absorb this kind of development housing, and so you know, it would be a missed opportunity, missed opportunity not to 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 embrace that at this location. All right, very good. Fifty nine percent of the uh, uh, public agreed with this, and uh, I do too. It'd be nice to have a little bit of mixed use on the bottom floor there. So, would someone like to make a motion? I'll make a motion to accept GPAC's recommendation. Commissioner Busa. Second. Second by Commissioner Zucker. Please take a vote. Commissioner Abbey? No. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarthy? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Condon? Yes. That motion carries. Thank you. Let's move on to Gateway Shopping Center. Where is four? Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Moon Drive overlay. Change to mixed use three. Eighty-two percent of the public responses uh, affirmed this idea. Change to mixed use three from mixed use six. Commissioner Abbey. Um, I strongly support uh, this proposal. Very good. Commissioner Busa? Agree. Commissioner Zucker? Agree and support. You know, I think uh, like like the West Side, I think Montalvo has kind of done a disproportionate share in the last general plan around uh, around density and housing, and um, I think this is, this is an appropriate kind of step back. And I just think, you know, all these single-family homes along, you know, the kind of old part of Montalvo and you know, south part of Victoria. I mean, this, they were never going to turn into six story. I mean, it's like a ridiculous place for a developer to, you know, build a, build a large apartment complex. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you'd have to consolidate all these little lots. So, never going to happen. Very good. Other comments? Commissioner McCarty? I think this is an appropriate change with strong uh, citizen support. Very good. Vice Chair? I agree with all comments. Thanks. Very good. Sounds like unanimity. Would someone make a motion, please? I'd like to move uh, GPAC's recommendation number four in the Moon Drive overlay area. Very good. Do we have a second? I'll second. Commissioner McCarty, please take a vote. Excuse me. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Comden? Yes. That motion carries. You got that right. Okay. Let's move on to number five, Gateway Shopping Center. Change the neighborhood center four stories from commercial. 62% of the public agreed with that. Commissioner Abbey. Um, I strongly support this uh, for the same reasons we've done this th all throughout town. This is an especially large parcel that had three uh, drive-in movie theaters once upon a time. And uh, there's a vast parking lot 
that's underutilized and uh, I could see 40% of that parcel uh, using housing and I think it's an appropriate use. Very good. Other comments? Would someone like to make a motion? Commissioner Abbey, well, please do. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I make a motion uh, to accept the uh, proposed GPAC change. Very good. Second? Second. Commissioner Busa, you keeping up with us? Okay. It's really out of All right. sheets there. Uh, Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lockerquist? Yes. Chair Compton? Yes. That motion carries. Thank you. I think we have two more areas. Let's keep going. Pierpont. All right. High level here will maintain its current vision of a beachfront community with supporting residential, tourist-oriented retail, and commercial uses. An overwhelming 84% of the public agreed with that statement. Marina Village Shopping Center changed to neighborhood center, four stories from mixed use three. Far fewer agreed with that statement. So um, let's do uh, Chair Comden. Yes, Vice Chair. Could could the the two members of the GPAC that are on this commission kind of speak to this a little bit, provide a little more insight and perspective on All the right. concerns. Yeah. Just wrapping my head around this a little. Commissioner so, McCarty, comment? So uh, I live in the Pierpont area, and I think the public reaction here to this proposed change uh, is, is part of a deeper concern for future uh, development in the Pierpont area, particularly at the Seaward and Harbor Drive parcel, the light, uh, light purple area to the north of the north of area one shown here. Currently vacant Anastasi yes, development. Yes, yeah, proposed Perfect. Anastasi development. Yeah. So, um, so to answer your question, uh, I, I think it is, it, the public response is, is tied into an overall um, dis-ease with uh, other future proposed developments. Uh, it, it, and it was it was a reaction to that, I think. So it's it's tied into the bigger picture at Pierpont. Is my impression. It. Thank you for that. It's interesting. Um, I because it based on all of our conversations um, as we've moved through the entire city. It, it seems like this would be a good place to preserve that neighborhood center use. Um, and so is, is your feeling that it really is the four stories as opposed to the three stories or? Um, Chair Comden, I, I just, my sense of this, I've been very quiet on these, letting the GPAC members talk. My, my sense of this is that 
the reason this was changed to neighborhood center was to preserve the retail. Um, but the neighborhood center designation has four stories, and but it's residential only on 40% of the parcel. Um, my guess is that the reaction was to the four stories. The mixed use allows going to fully residential. Um, and so I think that's really where the tension is here with mm -hmm. this. Um, in terms of the density numbers, I, it's probably six of one, half dozen of the other. So I, I wouldn't worry about it in that sense. That's helpful. Thank you, Matt, for that. Um, Commissioner McCarty, what, what is, since you live in that area, I'm, I'm interested in your perspective. So here is one where <laughs> I disagree with my fellow, uh, fellow neighbors. Um, I think this is a, a, a good opportunity uh, to take, take, uh, take advantage of that area and to include some residential there. I'm in, I'm in this, uh, the shopping center all the time. Um, so there's a, got a lot of good, uh, good and valuable commercial establishments there, but uh, huge, huge parking areas and I think good opportunity for some limited uh, residential uh, development there. So um, I don't want to sell out my fellow neighbors, but I, I, I would, I agree with the proposed change for Pierpont here. Thank you, Commissioner Zucker. Agree with everything Commissioner McCarty said. That I, I think, it, you know, it, it makes sense to the the former zoning as as mixed use. I think it would be a real loss to the Pierpont neighborhood if the main grocery store and you know, kind of like you know, commercial center for uh, shopping was completely turned into mixed use. And I think neighborhood center makes more sense, like we've talked about in other parts of the city. And, I, you know, I, I think that that explanation is very helpful from um, from Matt Ramey around uh, that you know, people may be reacting just kind of to the, to the story, you know, increase. But I think the actual the actual density of, of you know, units of, of housing there would probably be similar if it's only on 40% of the, of the lot. So, you know, and appreciate... Um, you know, Commissioner McCarty taking the taking the public input, and you know, and I know you're not someone who takes that lightly. And so, you know, uh, you know, um, but also having the the knowledge and, and precision around understanding our zoning codes, you know, as a as a experienced planning commissioner. Thank you, Commissioner Abbey. I just wanted to acknowledge um, uh, unease amongst uh, some members of the public in that live in this area. There have been calls for a specific plan uh, all the way down to the ocean at south end of Seaward to clear up to um, the bluff and so forth. And I hear those concerns. Uh, that, Unfortunately, that's not on the uh, up for consideration tonight, but I wanted to at least acknowledge that because those sentiments have been expressed loud and clear. Um, I would be inconsistent in voting no on this. Um, all throughout town, I've voted yes to go to neighborhood center four. And for that reason, I will vote yes for this. Thank you, Commissioner Busa. Thank you, Chair. I, I too found this uh, change designation consistent with what we were seeing uh, across the city um, and was in inclined to uh, accept the GPEX recommendation and I really greatly appreciate Commissioner McCarty's uh, 
viewpoints as a resident of the area and sharing that with us. That really leads me towards where I was, where I was headed. So thank you for that. Um, I think this is a great site to do preserve retail, um, uh, tie a little bit more into the neighborhood, bring it more lively, and and have some uh, residential there as well. So, thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Farley. I want to echo my commissioner's um, viewpoints. I appreciate you sharing the neighborhood's concerns. I've, I've noticed those and I read those in detail, and, and I think that's something that a variety of other projects are triggering some of that um, reaction to just any change in their neighborhood. Um, and looking at Commissioner Abbey and the suggestion of maybe considering some sort of future design guidelines or a specific plan for the area might be appropriate because it is a very unique place where you've got a lot of older housing, you've got short-term rentals, and you've got a lot of tourism going through a very small area. So I think that might be a valuable place to look at some of those details. But I'm in support of the change as well. Thank you. Commissioner McCarty. So if anybody is going to take heat for this decision, it should be me in the hot seat amongst my neighbors. So I would like to make the motion to uh, accept this change as proposed by the GPAC. All right. Do we have a second? Second. Very good. Further discussion? Seeing no one ever call Scott McCartney, uh, uh, not in my backyard. Uh. <laughs> is that part of the motion? <laughs> Let's vote, please. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Compton? Yes. That motion carries. Thank you. Now, are we discussing the city-owned parcel and the former fruit? Or are those? If there's any concerns, we, we can talk about just like in any other area, you can talk about the areas designated or outside of the, the area. The, um, we started the discussions and the triangle site, the former fruit packing plant, began in discussions through that process. There was development interest that went to uh, city council and city council provided direction, which is why we didn't include it in discussion because public hearings were had to discuss um, the developer's proposal for this site. Um, for the city-owned parcel, right now it's industrial, adjacent to commercial, um, and we kept it consistent in commercial in that area versus having in industrial. But if there's any concerns about that, absolutely, if the commission wants to raise any concerns. Okay. Commissioner Busa? That was, I was just going to ask, like, was there any discussion as to why that was left general industrial right in the context of some residential, the, the county credit union site? The city-owned parcel? Oh, the county credit, it never came up during any of the discussions, but certainly if there's desire to discuss. There's a sense it's going to stay, so we didn't change the designation, but that's some of the fixing I think we may look at as we're going citywide for okay. consistency. Yeah. It just seems inconsistent to me. Yeah. Thank you. Other questions? Is there action needed on our part? No? Just want to know, we heard... Uh, Commissioner Abbey, we can kind of relay the information about the desire for an overall specific plan for this area. Yeah, yeah. And the other parcel, the city-owned parcel, that's currently a fire department training? That's correct. Center next to the Scientology building. In a parcel owned by the city, yes. Yeah. And there are tanks? Are they oil tanks? What, what, what are those? 
There are tanks. I believe they're water tanks, not water tanks. Um, okay. substances. All right, very good. So we're done with Pierpont? Fantastic. And finally, one of the more interesting areas of town, Johnson. High-level direction. The Johnson area will keep evolving as a district with a diverse mix of industrial, retail, service commercial, and residential uses. The vision includes allowing a mix of land uses on part of Johnson Drive, four stories tall, creating a mixed-use transit village just south of the East Ventura Metrolink Station, five stories tall, and preserving the electric, the eclectic mix of employment uses along Sherwin Avenue, Bean Road, and Crescent Street. Overall, the residential development capacity in the area will increase while also preserving employment uses. Again, 50% were in agreement and 50% were not. So we have three areas here. Let's start with Johnson Drive change to mixed use four. Commissioner Abbey, I had a feeling you'd start. Yeah, I have strong interest in this area. Um, I wanted to ask staff, um, so a lot of Johnson Drives already was taken care of by um, Planning Commission and City Council has already been approved to be four-story mixed use along the corridor for the most part, except for these two parcels that we're voting on tonight. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Um, the uh, We had a speaker last night, Lisa from Montavo spoke and uh, Though this area, we had, the Montavo board had suggested that uh, we, the community really wanted three-story because we knew that the city was strongly looking for um, a bump up in residential. We thought, okay, this is our opportunity to give, even though we had, uh, the boards and the community have grave concerns about the traffic at the interchange uh, with North Bank and Johnson going northbound and southbound. Those traffic uh, issues have to be addressed and I know that's not up for discussion tonight but it is related to the land use and how what's the carrying capacity of this area of town. So I thought I'd make those remarks. Um, I probably the board uh, Montalvo Community Council Board decided not to object to number one just because it looks like it's a done deal uh, with the caveat that have concerns about any land that's within 250 uh, feet of uh, the freeway being converted to residential use thinking that within the two, first 250 feet you could have parking lots, commercial, uh, office space, whatever. Um, but because uh, I, I'll most likely be voting yes for this, um, I'm going to reserve a lot of comments for Section 2 and 3 parcels that are east of uh, Area 3. Yes, those three. So I'll have discussion later when we get to Area 2 and 3 about that. Uh, um, I, I don't necessarily personally like four-story buildings, um, but uh, it, uh, Montavo, 
we, ha we went very light on districts four and five, uh, just basically three uh, shopping centers. Um, I do wanna say just to give, provide background behind this entire area, not just one, but two and three. Um, and I'd like staff to correct me if I'm wrong, but just in area one, in the purple sections, we're talking about adding a capacity of anywhere between 1,000 and 1,300 units. Is, is that, am I in the right ballpark? So, uh, yeah, just, sorry, just looking through my numbers. So area, um, area one, the- um, not, not specifically just area one, but if we approve the two parcels, those parcels tonight with area one, to go along with the mixed use four along yeah, on both sides, what would be the total number of units that we're talking about adding? Yeah, I, sorry, I was trying to answer that I, question. I'm sorry, I didn't. That, that's okay. That. Um, so the, the um, area, um, the area one, the two parts combined, um, is about 10.3 acres, so it's about a capacity of about 557 units. Um, the remaining area there, um, which the mixed use for, um, is about 20, it's 22.8 acres, so it's about 1,200 units as overall capacity. So is uh, the 557 a part of the 1,200, no. or is that in addition? In addition. So we're talking about... 1,757, my goodness, I think District 6 has more than done its part. Um, did you say that we are up 1,800 units with the entire plan, and is that correct? We're a plus 18, 1,800? Well, it's less than that now with some of the decisions, but it was 1,800 units across the whole city. Okay. So... And uh, we're talking about 1,750 here. It sounds like District 6 has more than done its part. Um, so I'll have more discussion on sections 2 and 3. Uh, I will support section 1 with reservations. Commissioner Zucker. Uh, I, I support uh, support section one and and think that you know appreciate the Montalvo Community Council you know support for those you know those parcels. I mean I think it's consistent with what's around it and the the vision for kind of revitalizing that Johnson Drive area that's struggled since the movie theater moved to Oxnard and um, yeah I, I um, but I but yeah I, I really hear Commissioner Abbey's uh, concerns around that you know the Montalvo area. Is is kind of doing a lot of a lot of work for the whole city, you know, here around uh, you know uh, housing development and um, you know I think looking at these one, two, and three, I know we're going you know piece by piece, but you know sometimes I like to kind of do things a little more holistically when we're talking about you know a whole whole neighborhood and um, you know I feel like there's a desire to revitalize Johnson Drive. I think there's a value in in transit oriented development. Um, you know, I think if there's there's a place to maybe uh, you know scale back a little bit on in Montavo, I feel like three is not totally necessary, and um, and you know I, I also really uh, really echo Commissioner Abbey's concerns around needing a, a buffer for the freeway, and I'd like to see that 
addressed maybe later in the general plan and in, in, in kind of our policies and programs or whatever it's called. Um, but that parcel three doesn't really doesn't leave much room for a buffer for the freeway, whereas a lot of the other ones, because they're just bigger, you know, uh, bigger parcels may have room to kind of you know, throw some parking near the freeway or commercial or whatever um, to move residents away. Thank you. Commissioner Busa, any comments? Uh, yes, thank you. I w was inclined also to accept the recommendation from GPAC with site reservation, given the, the property closest to the, the freeway, the, um, the existing Motel 6 site, in terms of residential, and it's just proximity of the freeway. Um, I, I did have a question. Are, is there, a, apologies for not knowing this, is there a master plan or a specific plan plan for, not yet? Has it been discussed to have that recommended? Okay. There's been discussion about that. There is no specific plan for this area. Has it been um, requested that that take place? Is that part of the, the notes from GPAC? Yeah, it's been requested, and um, you know we're starting to put together ideas for the general plan, and it is in there that this area should have a specific plan. Okay, thank you. Is that something we could put in a motion just to reinforce from this body? Sure. I was my my particular comments were around the main Johnson corridor going the yes that that specific area. Um, I had some other comments on yeah. Um, I was just referring to the purple areas because that's what I thought was up for just general discussion. So the recommendation that had been talked about a while ago and multiple times was actually um, going, and I believe the former council member was actually to take this whole area essentially south of the rail um, and whatever that is, northeast. Like the whole triangle. Yeah, the whole triangle area and, and do a specific plan for that area. Mm -hmm. Yes, agree with that. Commissioner Farley, any comments? Um, I agree. I think this area is actually a really good place to put housing. Um, folks concerned with traffic, if you have folks near the freeway, the traffic is not coming up Johnson Drive like it does now. Um, I do think Johnson Drive needs some thought because you jump right into a single-family neighborhood and, and it is an awkward transition there. Um, collectively and looking at this whole neighborhood, I think that there's um, a great connection to the transit-oriented design element here that could be coordinated with a specific plan. So speaking about them separately, I think one I would support definitely. Um, I am concerned about avoiding making changes to number two, um, but I want to say that collectively together, I think that the housing in this area is really important. Mm -hmm. Vice Chair, comment? Um, no, I really don't have any additional comment. I definitely agree with uh, a specific plan for this area. Um, it, it's already a little bit hodgepodgey, um, so I, I definitely would like to see that. The other thing I would completely agree with is that there needs to be, you know, the development sequence needs to follow the Johnson Drive traffic issues. So I, I cannot even fathom adding all of these housing units without first fixing the um, access to the 101. So. But, but I would agree that housing is important and, and this area can, can um, digest it. I, I, I'll be interested to talk a little bit more about two and three before I make too many statements, but I can certainly uh, get on board with number one. Okay. I echo the same sentiment. Uh, I think it would be prudent for us in our motion to include a master plan for these areas and um, fixing that freeway on, on ramp and off ramp. It's just terrible. 
So with that, would someone like to make a motion on point number one? I move uh, area number one. All right. Make a second. Second, Commissioner Farley. Further discussion? Let's vote, please. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Condon? Yes. That motion carries. All right. Let's move to the general industrial parcel south of the Metrolink station. Commissioner Abbey, start us off. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll touch on three, if I may, just very briefly, and then come back to two, because I don't want, want two to play off of three or so forth. I think um, Montavo Community Council at GPAC spoke and provided, a, uh, while not a specific plan, it was a very specific plan on certain parcels. It even had uh, suggestions for traffic circulation uh, so, and so forth. Um, we had trouble with the former area too, the general industrial and light, and had some suggestions, but that doesn't appear to be up for topic tonight. Um, I prefaced my remarks earlier by saying we're, this part of town's already taking up 1,757 units right on Johnson. And we already know that there's a huge problem with traffic on North Bank. Uh, so if you're on Ventura Boulevard, you only have two ways to get out uh, to get to the freeway. Either go all the way west to uh, Victoria, which backs up during uh, traffic periods, or you have to go east along Ventura Boulevard to make a left turn onto North Bank, but you have to dodge the, the traffic coming off the freeway, not only turning left onto Ventura Boulevard right in, in your way, but you have to time it to uh, make the left turn onto John, uh, North Bank so that you can get to Johnson so you can go to the southbound interchange. Um, so proposing another 350 units uh, south of the Metrolink station, so that's 1750, that's 18, that's 2100 units I just don't see how Ventura Boulevard accommodates all that with the current uh, traffic infrastructure, and we know we don't have traffic mitigation money to do anything about it at this point in time since it's being spent in one area of town. Um, I want to mention Section 3. We're actually, as a Montalvo Community Council, supportive. Surprisingly enough, we're su uh, supportive of seeing um, mixed use three on, on that site. We think that would be a good use. It would activate Grand Avenue on the south end of Grand Avenue. Um, so uh, it might be sort of counterintuitive, but uh, three stories, we're not opposed to three stories. And uh, so while it does add additional units, we're not opposing that. So we will actually be um, I will actually be from, uh, supporting three. But getting back to two, that's the main issue. The developer, Dyer Sheehan, and the, did present to the Montalvo Community Council this uh, 
offer. We took a neutral position initially, and then when the GPAC came up, the board conducted uh, surveys, they surveyed 75. I don't know of any other community council in town that did this, but we, the board took upon itself to survey, create its own survey, tried to be as impartial as possible, and uh, several things came out of that. One is Montava would like to keep the Metrolink station where it is as, as there was talk of moving it uh, east into the sore land because uh, that was idea was being floated at the time. Um, there are two parcels there, and I would, I should have asked for this. Would we be able to get a Google map of this area too uh, projected onto the screen? Is that something that's possible? Um, while we're doing that, I just wanted to point out that there's two separate parcels here. So where the number two is, there's a, Keep going, I'm gonna try. Okay, I was trying to point out there's a, there's a western parcel and then there's an eastern parcel. At the south end of the western parcel, I'm sorry, of the eastern of the two parcels, is auto serve, there's Marshall's Botatious Barbecue, which Montavo area loves, and also there is a number of autos serving automotive uh, uses there um, that we would not like to see go away. So at a minimum, we would like to see uh, this divided into two parcels. Now, as far as the left parcel, for both parcels, we're, I'm suggesting that, and that there be, it'd be light, we as, as a board decided that with public input that we'd like to see light industrial for that entire area. And our fear, not only is in adding 350 residences to an already overloaded corridor, is having six-story, five-story buildings, even four-story buildings. Uh, there's a street, so on the, on the light industrial, parcel to the north of the Metrolink, there's a street on the east side called Catherine. We said we'd like to see this be a light industrial. If the planning commission, I don't want to argue against ourselves, but if anything is approved for that, we would see no more than three stories being added there. I think 350 units is much. I know there's the idea of having this vision of a transit-oriented development, but uh, let's look at the facts. There are three morning trains uh, out, like 559, 620, and 659. There's three early evening returns. We, Metrolink has said that they are not looking to expand and they're not looking to spend time on their focus on adding any service beyond their core, the, the core area. In fact, they're, they're looking inward. They want to look at service in LA County. So in the conceivable future, there, you know, to, and, and I would not want to see this designated a transit-oriented development. Um, I don't know what comes along with that designation, but 
Perhaps that means there's no parking that's required. I'm not sure. Feel full of, of that as well. Um, and just because we're talking about um, two, I see in conjunction with that sort of a trade, and that would be the area north of the freeway. Um, Montavo Community Council was very clear that they would like to see the heavy industrial north of the Santa Paula branch line not be industrial anymore, that the parcel in gray, light industrial, uh, uh, not be there anymore. Now, what's good about it is, as it stands, it's three-story. And that's the only thing good about it. We would like to see industrial eliminated north of in the Montalvo area north of the Santa Paula branch line. Um, as a concession or as a sort of trade, uh, we would not want to do both, uh, go for the TOD and for the, what I'm about to propose. But uh, those three parcels, the dark gray, the red, the commercial on Inez Street, which is really now only single family residences, and then this light industrial, there's two sort of warehouse buildings, uh, one right up to the north side of the Metrolink station parking lot, and then another one that directly abuts residential on the other side. The number one concern besides traffic is heights. Um, we've fought hard on the Victoria Corridor. Uh, we're willing to do our part. We feel we've done more than our part in the Montavo area of town. And uh, so making those three parcels north of the area that aren't currently designated uh, mixed-use three uh, would be an appropriate trade and just name this parcel here uh, Area two, all light industrial. If the um, planning commission insists on recommending uh, housing on that western parcel of the two, then we would suggest four, three, four, four stories west of Catherine and no more than three stories east of Catherine. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Abbey. Commissioner Zucker. I just want to appreciate the Montalvo Community Council for all the thought that was put into this. I, I read their their letter and our you know um, our, our email packet and um, and just you know there's a lot of community councils or neighborhood groups that will sometimes come at a proposal like this and just say no 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 you know and I, I appreciate that there was a lot of thoughtfulness from the Montalvo Community Council and here's some other solutions and here's how to how to kind of make it work and you know um, you know meet the meet the city's needs while bringing some local knowledge about the the conditions there um, you know I, I had mentioned earlier that yeah I, I wouldn't mind seeing a little a little bit you know kind of uh, modified from this um, this this GPAC proposal um, and I, yeah now that's a I think that's a, a really interesting vision um, it also might be that it's nine o'clock and I haven't had dinner and I'm very hungry, but the thought of losing Bodacious Barbecue is a, <laughs> seems like a huge loss to this city. Uh, so um, I, don't, I don't know if I can support that. Um, 
So, uh, but but you know, being being serious though, I mean, I you know, I, I think it could be reasonable to to you know um, have have more of the kind of mixed use up in those those industrial parcels, and you know, um, meet the you know the logic of of getting getting industrial out of that kind of neighborhood area, um, you know, and maybe maybe keeping the you know that that uh, you know easterly parcel there. Um, you know, light light industrial. I mean, I do think it's valuable to have some some housing. You know, near the the Metrolink station. I mean, I think you know, transport to development is is really valuable. You know, I, I definitely hear what Christian Abbey saying. I, I've I've you know taken that, tried to take the the Metrolink early morning to L.A. and it is rough. I mean, you got to get up super early because there are almost no trains, and we are like that is the very very far edge of the of the like Metrolink web, right? Um, you know, but but uh, you know, we we never know what's the could be the the long term vision. I mean, I would like to see you know our, our community invest in 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 transit. I mean, I I'd like to see even maybe maybe you know uh, train service running from our two uh, you know train stations up north to Santa Barbara. I mean, I think that's that's where there's a lot of a lot of commuters and um, and so I think you know visioning visioning housing near the Metrolink station makes sense. But you know, I think there's there's truth that if we built all that housing there, I, I don't see everybody taking the Metrolink to LA, you know? Um, so that's, that's what I'd, um, I'd be in support of, of, of kind of doing mixed use uh, three on all those, uh, you know, parcels above the train tracks that Commissioner Abbey suggested, and then, and then maybe doing, you know, mixed use four on the half uh, closest to the Metrolink station, um, you know, on that, on that number two side, but maybe keeping the other the other half uh, light industrial. Thank you, Commissioner Zucker. Other comments, Commissioner Busa. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I I love this site. First, this seems just like such a neat a neat site. Um, if we had the um, the appetite, I guess, or if it was palatable more from Metrolink to actually have more of that connectivity. But, it, you know, we're hearing that we're not seeing that um, growth and change there. Um, and, and I appreciate the thoughtful consideration of the, the different parcels, of the three above the, the, tr the train tracks and converting those to, to mixed use. Um, Thank you for the the thoughtful the thoughtful approach to that and taking those into consideration. I was just curious; those were not up for consideration during GPAC. Th those those three sites, particularly, they just kind of. Um, we uh, we brought it up. We uh, the Montalvo Community Council Board presented these ideas. Uh, GPAC didn't pick up on it, mm -hmm. but uh, they were mentioned more than once, at least twice. Thank you. Um, the only other question, or I guess, I have it is a little bit in relation to the, you know, going back into the triangle. I mean, we're we're, we're putting some residential, the the purple, that's literally going to be right next to general industrial. Was there any discussion, I guess, in GPAC in terms of lightening that to do light industrial throughout the whole um, Johnson, or just be given its like throwing so much, putting so much housing there, residential? Can I answer that question? I would love that. Um, oh, that was the... This is a, a Montalvo Community Council yeah, proposal. You see, see all that light gray? Yeah, that's the conversion. Yes. Um, Thank you. And in fact, uh, not mentioned 
was north in the area one was having a mixed-use three-story max trans residential transition zone mm -hmm. on both sides. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were willing to contribute, make a major contribution, but the community is very concerned. Thank you for that. So to answer your question, yes. Uh, um, I wished I had a pointer. Um, did I answer your question? Yeah, I, and I can see it, yes. So the answer is yes. So the, Any questions, uh, Commissioner Riccardi? Comments? I think what Montalvo Community Council has done is an excellent example of community-based analysis. Um, and uh, they've proposed some very interesting ideas. So let me clarify, uh, Commissioner Zucker, your vision, uh, which you just articulated, I just wanna make sure I'm, I got this right, so for the parcels north of the railway uh, to mixed use three, and then for, the, for area two south of the rail line, the western portion of that mixed use four, and the eastern portion of that as light industrial. Okay, so I, uh, Commissioner Abbey, what, what is your reaction to that? Well, I've already stated in Area 3 that uh, Montalvo Community Council and, my, and myself personally support number three. The problem is, on the others, again, we've contributed that. Uh, oh, can I ask how many, if we approve uh, Section th Area 3, how many units does that add to the residential? Um, I didn't, we didn't do the math on Area 3. Okay. Sorry, because we were already up to 1757. It probably, I'm guessing, take us near 1900, 2000, perhaps. That's just a guess. So this area is getting hit, hit loaded. Uh, to answer Commissioner McCarty's question, um, mixed use three, uh, again, the heights are our concern. Uh, I would add to our neighborhood. Uh, we'd get rid of the industrial areas to the south, um, and that that's good. I did want to make, I didn't want to, I wanted to add one little wrinkle. I didn't want to confuse anybody. We were hoping that on that dark gray MPD lot that on the north side, it faces uh, residential, and we wanted that side of the parcel to appear to be three-story multifamily, but as it swings around down Grand Avenue and along Inez Street, would love to see it appear mixed, mixed use. So I don't know how you make that nuance, but that was sort of part of the vision of the Montavo plan. Um, and then to answer Commissioner McCarty's question, I felt a little uncomfortable agreeing to all that north of the freeway and then saying, but sure, We'd be happy to also do uh, another 350 units uh, below. It's kind of either or. It's kind of not both. 
as I stated, um, I certainly at the very least want to see the eastern parcel in number two uh, be light industrial. Um, with another caveat, the area on the very south end of that is auto center serving. Is that, an, is that a light industrial? Is that compatible with light industrial or is that commercial? It would be compatible with light industrial. Okay, so that eastern parcel we would like to see light industrial. So the only so we're down to the western parcel. Again, I want to stress two ideas. One is the preference of the myself would be to see that that parcel because it's within. And I know that's this will be a contradiction with number three, but it's within 250 feet of the freeway, so. It would be nice if there is housing there that that be taken into account so housing's not right up against the boulevard and people are breathing bad air. Uh, south of the light industrial, we would prefer to see th uh, if we, it has to be housing, three-story. Um, tonight, I'll go out on a limb if the, make, make it four-story west of um, Catherine, but three stories. And I think in the, propo the proposal that uh, the developer floated, just sort of pie in the sky, was saying that uh, they were thinking originally five stories west of Catherine, and, and they were going to be sensitive to the neighbors east of Catherine. I know there's a rail line, there's a certain distance between the two, but they were talking about some townhomes on that portion of the lot. And, uh, and I know this is not a proposal before us. This is, a, we're, we're just, talk, just talking land use. Uh, they were talking three stories there. So if, if the Planning Commission insists on putting housing there and not granting the request to make it all light industrial, I would like to see nuance along those lines. It would be my opinion and preference. Thank you. Commissioner Farley. I really appreciate the community's input. Um, not hearing this from a lot of the parts of town, the amount of input from the community and how thoughtful it is is really appreciated. Um, I think the suggested parcels that you're talking about in between two and three, um, those all make logical sense to me. Um, and maybe spreading out how the housing density works in that area rather than it being just on the Metrolink site. Um, does make sense to me. Having four stories there seems a bit intense, especially because the rail line isn't uh, producing as many um, riders, um, probably 20 riders a day I've gone to that lot. Um, um, so it's one of those that if you don't have the housing there, there aren't people there, they aren't using the train. Um, I do support transit-oriented design in, in some fashion here, um, but what you see in LA is probably not gonna be what we see here. Um, I also wanna point out as we're talking about changing things a little beyond two and three, uh, the amount of the um, general industrial that is now commercially used and, and being used as more light industrial seems incompatible throughout the whole Johnson Drive corridor. Um, and I would like, as you've mentioned before, that that be studied and maybe be transitioned to something that would be more appropriate to how it's actually being used and the vision of that whole area. Um, but generally in support of Commissioner Abbey's thoughtfulness. Thank you. You know, at the GPAC, uh, we discussed this uh, Metrolink station. We discuss the potential for moving it for located in a more centralized location. 
if I had a wish, it would be that we had a master plan on what to do with such rail lines that would service cities within the county, uh, short commuter rail, like the Gold Line and uh, Pasadena to downtown, et cetera. That doesn't exist now. The fact that we have very few riders taking very few trains, it's, it's not enough to build around. Um, and I, I would love us to give deeper thought to how we can make something more useful to more people within the county uh, because I don't think we're going to get a lot of Angelinos or people that work in Los Angeles living directly adjacent to this for the sole fact of taking a trail, train down there. Um, I very much appreciate the amount of work that you and, and uh, the community council have put into this. You obviously know of what you speak, so I defer to the general ideas that you have here. Um, Vice Chair, do you have uh, comments on this? Not really. I mean, I, I, I would, um, I would repeat all of the comments on how much thought was put into this by the Montavo Community Council, and um, so I really don't have anything to add. I, I'm still not clear on what direction the commission is taking on parts on the numbers two and three. Um, so a little more clarity on that would be welcome, but. Um, I certainly would agree, I think, <laughs> with most comments. Okay. So, um, Commissioner Abbey, I and would... I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Keep in mind, when you guys are pointing to things, I can't see uh, it. I don't see what you're pointing at. Oh, so yeah. We're gonna... <laughs> I only see you talking. <laughs> Good point. So that, yeah, so it's just making it a little challenging. Most okay. of the time I can figure it out. I have Google Maps pulled up and, you know, and following, but... I've just gotten a little confused on this one. Right. So, Commissioner Abbey, I'd like to suggest that you make a recommendation and we break these into separates. Uh, item number two. Uh, yeah, could we? Um, we've already voted yes on number one. Could I would suggest that we take a vote on number three and then work back to number two? Okay. I, I don't disagree. We can do that. If, if the commission doesn't object. I think we're okay. So do you have a suggestion on recommendations for the commercial parcel? Your microphone, yeah. I move approval of GPAC's recommendation for item number three. All right. Do we have a second? A second. All right. Any further discussion? Please take a vote. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarty? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Compton? Yes. That motion carries. Thank you. Now let's get back to the final item in this discussion, the general industrial parcels. Um, so for number two, um, I do intend to also make a further motion separate with the other three parcels, but I'd like to see how number two goes first. Um, um, I'm open to an amendment, but I'm going to just start out with flat out saying section two, I'd like to change uh, to light industrial, both parcels. That would be my motion. 
Um, question for you. Um, is there the... Someone came before GPAC. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Commissioner McCarty. Uh, to describe what they would like to do there. And have they come to the community council? Yes. And can you articulate to some degree what their intent was? Yeah, I think I mentioned that earlier, but I'd be glad to uh, state it again. Um, uh, Don Dyer from Dyer Sheehan Group came uh, with floating a proposal. Um, at, uh, it was an in-person community council public meeting a regularly quarterly meeting and uh, the general idea was 350 units five story uh, five story and I hope I'm not misrepresenting her but I think I'm saying this accurately five story east of Catherine Street and tapering down to three stories and I think she was talking about townhomes uh, sort of a townhome section, but it was uh, mi mixed-use development, tra transit-oriented development. All right, staff, can you tell us um, what communication you've had in that frontier and where we are with that? Uh, the the property owner applicant, their, their representatives uh, initially brought this forward as a housing element site, which we did not include um, for the ability to have more discussion about it through this public process. So um, the GPAC recommendation, they did get uh, similar letters that you all did um, about the desire. Um, Commissioner Abbey is correct in that they want to do roughly 300 units at this location in a mixed-use mix type of configuration that would be um, transit-oriented. All right. So, um, Commissioner Abbey, what you're proposing would quash that vision? Yeah, I want, I want, I'd like a vote on this first before we entertain other ideas. All right. Any further comments? I, I'm not clear on which parcel we're talking about. Area two. Oh, okay. So, so we're actually talking about that parcel. The, but the, every, the, the reference keeps coming from east and west of Catherine, and I'm, that's I'm where I'm getting confused. Oh, I am as as well, Commissioner Abbey. I'm not sure where Catherine ties oh, in. Okay. Um, do you see the light industrial parcel north of the? Uh, Freeway, yes, go to the very eastern edge. Right. Yeah. That eastern wall is on Catherine Street. So if you were to extend it south over the freeway, that would be sort of the dividing line. So visually, the neighbors and the residences north of that wouldn't be stuck with, a, with if something was built there, it would only have three stories to look at instead of having four or more stories. Okay, so we uh, we have a motion. Would someone uh, second that? Well, motion? I, I, I'm going to say that I still don't understand because I if I 
I, like I'm looking at Google Maps and Catherine doesn't extend to parcel uh, to the number two. Right. So the, the imaginary. Extension. Yeah. The the comment was that the development coming forward for that site by the Dyersheen Group would be such uh, positioned that five stories would exist um, on the site if you were to extend Catherine past the railroad, like make an imaginary line. And if you were to do that line and then consider east of that line, that's where the five stories would go. And if you were to consider okay. west of that line, that's where it would step down into three stories. So that's the idea where essentially you can't achieve the goals of that desired project without both lots. So. Okay. Thank you. That was very helpful. Five stories where the number two is, three stories to the left of that. If I may just interject a data point and just in all hopes to help help with the discussion and you can tell me to butt out if, if you'd like. Um, Commissioner Abbey, you have a motion for light industrial. Um, if that motion does not move forward, you could, um, if the desire is to balance the property owner's desires and Montalvo Community Council's concerns about heights, you could go down to mixed use three, which would still allow for the development capacity the developers looking for here and limit the height additional story. So that's one option to consider, but certainly not to um, belittle your your recommendation here for light industrial, but just wanted to throw that data point out there for you. Okay, so we have a motion. Would someone like to second it, and then we can continue discussion if there is a second. Well, I'm sorry. Can we can we clarify what that motion is? Is it just strictly light industrial for that this, this parcel for two? Yes. Okay. Thank right. you, Commissioner Zucker. I see your name up here. Um, are you proposing to second it? Or? Uh, I was not. Uh, was, so, so I'll wait. I'll wait for a second, and then. Okay. Would someone like to second that? Okay. Hearing none. Yes, uh, Commissioner Abbey. I'll withdraw that motion. I'd like to make a, another motion. All right. Um, like to split. Suggest that we split um, parcel two. Uh, instead of taking it all, that whole triangle, splitting it into, with. And hopefully, um, Vice Chair Lagerquist can see this on her map. There is a parcel line that divides that parcel. Do you see that? Um, yes, I can see that. Okay. Yes, thank you. So my suggestion here would be the right parcel be light industrial. That still allows for the auto-serving uh, area to still continue to be light industrial and so it would not be displaced. Uh, the left parcel, uh, I would propose three-story mixed use. And I'm sorry, on the right parcel, did you have a? Right parcel, uh, light industrial flex, left parcel, mixed use three. Okay. We have a motion. Is there a second on that motion? Like to maybe uh, offer a, a friendly amendment, um, if if uh, Commissioner Abbey would take it. You know, I I don't want to lose too much housing here, but but what if we did um, mixed use three on that left parcel, light industrial on the right parcel, and then mixed use um, three in the 
in the areas that the, the industrial parcels north of the of the railroad that you suggested, uh, I think it would keep kind of a consistent, you know, similar zoning kind of throughout all sides of the, you know, of the railroad station while keeping, you know, the, the heights to three stories and not, you know, um, not feeling larger or, or more imposing, but still getting, you know, a, a, a still a good amount of housing there while kind of protecting that that area with some of the local businesses the community wanted to protect. Okay. How do you feel about that uh, um, um, amendment? I, I think Commissioner McCarty wanted to respond and then I'll respond after him. Okay, Commissioner. Okay, so, so the way I, I heard that proposed motion was um, in section two, the west parcel as mixed use three, mm -hmm. east parcel as light and industrial, mm -hmm. and then also as part of the motion, the area north of the railway to all be mixed use three. Is that okay? Which is very, very close to your initial proposal on this. Okay. Um, yeah, um, I just wanted so to clarify that. And now I'm happy to hear Commissioner Abbey's response. So if, if we want to include those additional outside of area two in the motion, I'm happy to take that friendly motion with the, the seconder. Or, or are you a seconder? Yes, uh, yes I would be a seconder if, if you accept the oh, amendment. Okay. <laughs> Can I just do one clarification that we are talking light industrial three-story because we have a three-story light industrial and we have a six-story. That sounds good to me, light yeah. industrial three-story. Yes. So would you be amenable to, uh, let me ask staff real quick a question. Is there any way of designating the northern portion of the currently well, uh, heavy industrial is it is there some way of saying saying it should it can all be mixed use three except as it appears along on top of drive it, can there be that nuance because we want it we'd like it to be appear residential and not have commercial serving on montavo drive it, it couldn't be that nuanced that would be like a layer of development standard and kind of site planning Okay, um, I'm, I, yes, what I'm hearing from Commissioner Zucker and Commissioner McCarty makes sense to me. Okay, so we have a motion and a friendly amendment, which is turned into a second. That's right. All right, further discussion? I can't tell, I, uh, I'm going to take everybody off the board, so if you want to speak. Try it again. Commissioner McCarty. Okay, just, I, I think I understand. Let me just clarify one more time so I know exactly what I'm voting on. So, let me start with the area north of the rail track, um, all to mixed use three. South of the railway, uh, the western port pan, uh, parcel as mixed use three also, and the eastern parcel as light industrial three. Yes. Okay. Clear, very good. Very good. Any other questions, discussion? All right, let's take a vote, please. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarthy? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lockerquist? Yes. Chair Condon? Yes. That motion carries. Very good, congratulations. You've completed a mighty task here. 
Uh, it is now 9.35. Um, we have one more item on the docket. Um, would it please you to take a five-minute break and come back, or do you want to keep rolling? Can I, can I make a motion to continue that item unless there's a reason it's time-sensitive? I second that. Is it time-sensitive? Um, Commissioner thought this might happen. No problem continuing it. However, I believe there are members of the public who'd like to provide public comment. If we could at least hear public comment and then continue the item if the commission is amenable to that. Sure. Yes. Okay. Would you like to take a break before? No, I think no. Uh, there's relatively few. You can count them on one finger that will be speaking tonight, I believe. Um, and so... I and yes. Chair, if I could just clarify that um, in this instance, you'll take public comment tonight, but when you continue the item, you'll take public comment again at the subsequent meeting. Um, that's the intention. I don't see any reason why not. I, okay. I think so. I mean, I, I'm, I'm impressed by the brave souls who stayed through that entire thing to give public comment on this one little item, and thank you so much for doing that. And <laughs> for those who were not able to do that, they should definitely get, still get a chance to speak next time. Agreed. Thank you for... for Sticking with us. Okay, so we will now go to formal item project 230387, citywide accessory dwelling unit regulations. Um, I'm going to open the public hearing and uh, I, will staff, are you going to present or? We'll hold our presentation to the next meeting if that's okay, if you want to just go straight to public comment. And then right. we can come back in if the that's future. that's doable, we'll, we can do just that. All right, Madam Clerk, do we have public speakers on this item? Chair Comden, yes, we do. Our first speaker is Mary Ann Bevender. Uh, Fantastic, we have most of Good evening. <laughs> I'm Mary Ann Bevender, and I live in a single story, single-family home in Midtown. I actually am down the street from the CVS off of Thompson. So I have three requests regarding ADUs because, you know, in Midtown, by right, um, the ADUs can go up to a total of four units, which I'm supportive of ADUs. Uh, three requests. Under equipment, building, and safety requirements on page 15, it says that each ADA must have its own water heater and space heater. Could you please also add that they're electric? I'm um, number two, and I thank um, them for uh, the staff for adding the design features with the height limitation on roof decks. That's on page nine. But I'd like um, you to add and them to get more specific language so that the roof decks with people and stuff on the roof decks are not building height plus eight to 10 feet. So the background on this is that I, for 50 years, I've lived in multi-family, multi-story buildings in very economically and ethnically diverse neighborhoods. One afternoon in San Francisco, I'd just come out of the shower, I found a skinny white guy in my hallway. The police came the next day, told me I need to keep my windows in the light well closed. But I replied, I'm on the fourth floor. They determined the burglar had climbed his way up multiple rooftop decks and jumped down into my place. In my building in Los Angeles, the last attempted break-in was at night by a homeless meth addict through a two-story balcony into a two-year-old's bedroom. 
So I have experience in this. This year, I had to install a driveway security gate after I woke up at 8 a.m. and found a homeless man and his bicycle camped out on my back porch. He'd been there five hours. My outdoor security cameras weren't set as an alarm. He didn't try to break in, so the door and window alarms didn't go off. Unfortunately, I'm not the only neighbor on my block that's had this. So I have further stories about that are funny stories about neighbors seeing through my windows and not funny stories about what's been thrown off the roof decks. So my final question request is, in delivering 1,435 planned Ventura flowers in my neighborhood, the most asked question was, what's being built there? Please add the ADU permitting and plans information on the city's development map. It might encourage others to build ADUs. Thank you. Thank you. Our next speaker is Laura K. Dunbar. Laura, I've made you a panelist. You have control of your camera and mic. Laura, can you hear me? Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Okay, great. Um, hang on. Um, okay, um, my name is Laura, Laura K. Dunbar, and I'm um, here. I'd like to speak on this agenda item and want to express my gratitude to the staff for their work on these draft regulations. The efforts invested in refining these regulations have resulted in a product that allows clarity, inclusivity, and an adherence to the guiding principles of the state's governmental code. Today, I, want to, I would like to address a few specific aspects of the draft accessory dwelling unit regulations that I believe require further clarification. Firstly, I'd like to speak to item D3 under section 24.430. 0.060, which pertains to detached ADUs. This provision states that an ADU detached from the primary residence must not exceed 25 feet in height and two stories in structure. Upon initial review, it raises an important question. Does this height limitation of 25 feet apply uniformly across all locations of the lot, be it in the rear yard, the front yard setback, hillside, and coastal zones? To ensure a comprehensive understanding, I believe that additional clarity is essential for the precise applicability of this provision in various scenarios. Secondly, another item I'd like to bring to your attention is in section 24.430.040 regarding proposed ADUs located in very high fire hazard severity zones. Paragraph D clearly states, quote, no ADU shall be permitted in areas within the designated zone, unquote, except when they fall under the Division E of Governmental Code Section 65852.2. Section, the, the next section in our um, draft regulations states, which is Section 24.430.050, goes on to outline the above-mentioned state code. Curiously, this section does not present presently encompass the guidelines pertaining to a construction of an ADU that is directly attached to the primary residence. It clearly discusses 
um, it clearly discusses um, converted square footage and accessory detached dwellings, but it does not include attached new construction to the primary residence. While this allows for the establishments of ADUs within the confines of a single family dwelling unit's existing space or its proposed expansion, the current version of our code does not explicitly address this scenario. To uphold consistency and ensure a seamless integration with the state code, I recommend that this document be amended to explicitly encompass this condition. Thank By you, doing Ms. so, we can provide a transparent and unified framework that aligns with our local res regulations. Chair Condon, that concludes our public speakers. Very good. All right. All right, Commission, uh, we are going to table the, re the remainder of this um, presentation and consideration until the next regularly scheduled Planning Commission meeting. Do you need a motion and for that? Chair Condon, if we continue. could take a motion on that. I, so right. I do have a first with um, Commissioner Zucker. I did not catch the second. I'm sorry. That, that was me. Okay. Thank you. Commissioner Abbey. So we are voting to table this discussion until the next regular meeting. With, with public comment at the next meeting. With public comment again. Yes. Please take the vote. Thank you. Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa? Yes. Commissioner Farley? Yes. Commissioner McCarthy? Yes. Commissioner Zucker? Yes. Vice Chair Lagerquist? Yes. Chair Comden? Yes. That motion carries. Very good. Um, staff communication. Thank you all for your very thoughtful and constructive conversation. Uh, this will be moving, well, the general plan update land use map will move to City Council for September 11th for their meeting and I'll report back um, information about how that discussion goes. Thank you all again. Thank you, Vice Chair Lagerquest, for joining remotely both evenings. Yes. Have a great evening. Thank you, and uh, Matt, uh, you and your team, uh, thank you so much for all the work you've done. It's been years in the making, literally, and uh, with your guidance, I think the process has been really well done. I think we're getting a good product out of it, and I thank you very much, and staff, same to you and your team, Netta. Well done. With that, we are adjourned. Have a good evening.